Breaker Breaker, what's your 20? This here's the podcast crew. We're hauling up at 901, about to hit the airwaves. Ready for cocktails? Cool characters. And the explosive relationships. You'll only find it. Cocktail? Well, rhythm. Your blenders. Or. Then you're full of cocktail. The world's most popular cocktail podcast. That's where you want. Fancy cinnamon cocktails. Look like much alike. That is, if you're not some no good yuppie. Breaker, breaker, good buddy. Expect in-depth analysis, breaking news about the cast and crew, a little barman poetry, and we'll even have a few of Coglin's laws. Coglin's law never show surprise, never future cool. Greetings. Oh boy. <clears throat> Hello. Welcome to an earful of cocktail. Um, this is uh, probably our dis- most disorganized start ever. Ooh, ooh, ooh those are really loud. Uh, for a variety of reasons. And we're going to run through them all. Just for you, the listener. I'm turning them down. <laughs> Mark does not have his microphone on. Oh God! This is one of the first times like with technical calamities, and I blame uh, I blame not ourselves. No, I don't blame ourselves either. There was only one pair of headphones in the studio for some reason. Yeah, I was um, I was scrambling. Let's be honest. Ooh, scrambled eggs. Scrambled eggs. Oh, don't bring up eggs. Eggs. Oh, you yeah. You, you're in a very privileged position right now, egg wise. Um. Whoa. So this is your full of cocktail. Good sterling start to the show. Sterling Absol- silver. Absolutely sterling. Uh, uh, this is the world's most popular uh, cocktail podcast. Co- cocktail podcast. Cockcast. Cockcast. Uh, let's. This is such a disaster. Let's just play our famous theme song. We'll be back. Oh, in a few that'll minutes. help us recover. Here we go. It's- It's that time of the show. Do we have any corrections? I believe, I believe we do. I did not run them down. I know in, in the first episode, I had one correction. Uh, I think we referred to uh, labor and capital. Mm-hmm. Uh, and instead of referring to the three factors of production, labor, capital, and land, mm. uh, which is the classic neoclassical gaffe. Um, the second episode, I think, oh, yeah, uh, 
the Raspberry Pi right there uh, got fried. Great. Good update for those at home. Yeah, so uh, we, we usually have a Raspberry Pi giving us all the news from the Internet in front of us, flashing for our eyes. But uh, the, the SD card died. <laughs> Happens. It, it, it's the most natural thing in the world. Um, anyway. Is that a correction? I don't think so. No, I think it is a correction. But, I mean, if people text in, they'll still show up on that screen. It's just uh, more... You don't get the kind of history. Well, what are your corrections? I don't have any corrections. Good. This is spoiler alert. Spoilers let the dogs set. Nope, it's not because I need a different. Yeah, this is the intro. This, this is, is the, the pre-spoiler sequence. To spoilers. So the spoilers we're about the show. Um, neither of us are hungover. We're both as healthy as oxes. Yes. But we uh, we enjoyed just before the show a, a a famous hangover cure, which we'll talk about later. The do we want to say the name? Uh, let's vote on it. Do we want to say the name? Three, two, one. Well, we just voted. Uh, was that mean yes or no? <laughs> Can't tell you. Yeah, okay. Uh, we drank uh, the Red Eye. The feature, Red Eye. Featuring the famous movie Cocktail. And not only did we drink the Red Eye just I ch- now. I, I'll say this. You yeah. drank it. You yeah. sipped it. I chugged it. I Well, I didn't. We saw a half chug in the movie. In the movie. In the movie. We, we saw it is a movie. Famous. I thought it was a TV show briefly, but it's actually a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. That's always a good sign. <laughs> I agree. Well, when you watch it five minutes at a time, you get to thinking it's episodic. That's very true. And what's epithotic? Epith- epith- I mean, what's the difference between TV and a film? If you put art on a wall, you uh-huh. know, if you put anything on a wall, does it become art? Is well, if you put art on a wall, I would say it does become art, yes. But, I mean, what if you put something that's uh, just anything on a wall? Would you call it art? Well, what is art? I think it's anything you put on a wall. And if you break up an episode, it becomes a TV put a, show. Put a framed photo of Art Garfunkel on the wall. Is that art? Television. This was made across the country 
across time, and now it's going to put rise. A, put a put an album cover for um, Art, Bridge Art, Over Troubled Water. Are you trying to think of Art Garfunkel's solo work for a second there? And, and uh, oh, I don't know any. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to be able to name an Art Garfunkel album off the top of my I head. I don't know if he did. Uh, Let's play Can You Name an Art Garfunkel album off the top of your head. I'm going to guess he has one called Art. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's my guess. Um... <laughs> uh, Let's see. <laughs> nope. Nope. None at all. Nothing. Uh, However, they all are art. Some, some do well. First one uh, made number five in the charts. Angel Claire, then Breakaway, then Watermark, then Fate for Breakfast, then Ooh, Watermark. Cut. That's a That's an Enya album as well. Is that his collab? Uh, yes, it's an Enya collab. Enya art. The Animals Christmas, done mm. with Amy Grant. Lefty. And the Animals? And the animals, yes. The animals' greatest hits <laughs> by Eric Garfunkel. Song from a parent to a child. Everything waits to be noticed in some enchanted evening. But more important than that, uh, we have spoilers for the episode that are just uh, raring to be let out. So let's let's, let's go. Let's let's ask Three, the, the question. Two. Who let the spoilers? Who out? let the spoilers out? You, you are becoming very well skilled in transition between quick time players, which is not a skill anyone should have. So I actually used to do it a lot. <laughs> I used to run my whole podcast back in the day, 2004, 2005. What you would do back then is, well, at least what I would do, is I would open an entire screen's worth of quick time players for all the various parts of the show, all the various intros and clips that I'd play and all that sort of stuff. And I'd have like seven or eight QuickTime players open on is, my laptop. That is not the best tool for And me. I would intercept all that audio. And so my live mixing of audio was all these QuickTime players that I would play in sequence. I'm so stressed out just show. hearing that. that it was great. That was how you do it back in the day. Well, people did buy mixers. No, I didn't. Well, you didn't. I was, but... a, I was a poor high school kid. Uh, I mean, if you, if you save up, you can probably get like a bad mixer for like... No. For like... Like, what's the cheapest mixer you say is probably worth owning? Oh, like 150 But 150 for me at that time would have been like, that. I mean, that's a that's a fortune. I mean, you work at a fast food place for uh, 15 hours. Yeah. That right? That's true. Yeah. That's <laughs> a fortune. That's a fortune. Okay, so let's spoilers out. We, uh, we got a person to uh, write down a summary of the movie Cocktail so we that's can just spoil a person. it. A very special person. A special person. A person in Kenya. The president of Kenya. The president of... We got the president of Kenya to write down some spoilers. And without further ado, here is what you will hear in this five minutes of cocktail. In Douglas's explanation of the tasks that Brian Flanagan would be asked to perform, he refers to New York as the big-time Upper East Side, a salon capital of the world. Salons. I love the salon. I don't think it's true that he referred to New York as no, the I, big I time it, Upper East Side. No, he says Upper East. I wrote it down. Upper East Side is the saloon capital of the world. Yes, I believe he said that New York is a big time. Yeah. Upper East Side is the saloon, saloon capital, capital of the world. Whereas this was interpreted. Well, as that's a that's isn't that a that's a um what's that called? Commutative uh, property. A, a that's commutative oh, property. Yes. Yeah. Because well, if if, if New York is equals big time and the Upper, upper East, East Side uh, is, is part big, of New York. That, that's a synecdoche. Therefore, that's a synecdoche. Synecdoche? Yeah, synecdoche is referred yeah, to part, part of the whole. as a whole. But yeah. that's not what's happening here. What he's saying is a, it's a logical progression. New York is the big time. Yes. Upper East Side, Upper East also, Side the, also the big time. Part of New York. If New York is the big time and Upper East Side is the saloon capital of the world. Salon capital. Salon capital of the world. Wouldn't you guess that the Upper East Side is also the big time? The big time. 
Uh, yes. If not the biggest well, of the big well, time? Well, what he is claiming here is that New York is called the Upper East Side, which is not really true. I, that may be what he thinks, yes. yes. Okay, all right, very good. Uh, uh, this Moving is uh, Salon Capital of the World. This mm-hmm. is intended to explain the difficulty which may accompany the job. The next scene entails Flanagan's first experience as a bartender. He is having a rough day with a busy bar. Rough evening. Rough day? It's part of the day. No, his day was okay, and then the evening got rough. How long is a day? 24 hours. Case closed. Uh, in some countries. In some countries. Uh, the waiters are constantly shouting at him, ordering drinks, some of which he... Waitresses. The waiters. Okay. Oh, welcome back to the to the Stone Age. Look at these, you know, normative gender roles that you are bringing in here. I call every waitstaff a waiter. And you call every actor an, an actor. actor. Yes. Okay. Uh, some of which he is incapable of making. His experience serving the customers is in total confusion, even forgetting the simplest of drinks. At the end of his... He didn't forget them. He never knew them in the first place. I believe that's probably true. He yeah. probably did not know them. Um, at the end... I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break here. My phlegm off the charts, yeah, and I think I know what to blame here. We know exactly what to blame. I think it's the raw egg I just consumed. Yeah, it will put your phlegm off the charts. <laughs> yes. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. We also, yeah, I mean, so here's the thing about the red eye. It's delicious. It's delicious, but it, when you combine tomato juice with beer, yep, you put the beer in a position to be drunk very quickly. Yeah, I mean, I would say more of a position than it normally is. But how else do you get sober and back to normal than drinking a full sober beer? in the morning than by drinking a beer very quickly with a raw egg in it? Yep, that makes sense that's, to me. It makes sense. That's why we have uh, the red eye. Okay. At, at the end of his day's job, he is drenched in drinks. Even his socks are dripping wet. That is accurate. Ha- having seen his performance, though terrible, Douglas offered him a job. Flanagan is surprised by this, seeing that the waitresses hated him. Douglas responds by stating that he had not experienced enough hatred from the waitresses yet. The next day, Brian Flanagan registers for a course at the local city college. Uh, no, I don't think he registers. I think he just shows up. Well, let's talk about that later. Okay, I wrote down big man on campus. We'll, we'll discuss that later. <laughs> let's talk about that note later. Okay. His first class is an <laughs> economics class where the lecture is about demand and supply I wrote money. down so much about this lecture. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh... Look forward to that. Whoa, there's 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 something missing here. Uh, and okay, uh, lecture is about demand and supply of money in the economy and the money multiplier. This is a quite foreign to Brian Flanagan, and he is entirely lost and confused in the topic of discussion. And dazed. Later, Brian starts off his training as a bartender with Douglas. His first lesson to Flanagan is that less is more. He points out that the less Brian would pour his drinks, the more he would score on the income for the bar owner. And this reflects on them, too. He mostly just repeating dialogue and putting extra prepositions. It's it is in, well, A, yes, his, his analysis is very dialogue-based. Yes. B, it's interesting how he does put this sort of, <laughs> filters it through his personal perspective and applies a sort of a, you know, this is what's actually happening lens onto it. Yes, it's, it's the well actually... <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's the, okay. You saw on screen this. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that actually that this well, is what not what you saw. No. Uh, the more he would score for the bar owner, and this reflects on them too. On account of the customer, Douglas gives reference to the relationship between a hurdler and a hurdle. Followed with this, that was that was a good. We could talk about this. We will. 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, well, 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 Will Wheaton. On account of, on account of the customer, Douglas gives references. <laughs> is that just a sidelong. Fo- yes. Followed with this, this is the second day of bartending with the little. I say, ex- well, well, Wheaton. You say. <laughs> followed with this is his second day bartending with the little experience he has gained from Douglas's training. Flipping bottles and shakers, Brian Flanagan is able to impress upon the ladies and waitresses. With the new insight he has gained, Brian seems to have been re-energized. Even Douglas, his mentor, is impressed by his improvement. He was always energized. It's more just... I would say he's that... He's directing that energy into the right... I, w- I think he was demoralized for uh, for many... Well, of when he's wringing out his socks. Yeah, that was a little demoralized. I mean, I think you have to go with the yet to go the flow. And that is spoiler alert. Yeto. Welcome back to an earful of cocktail. Yes, welcome back. Uh, so, in the rest of the show, we will spend the last. This is not so bad. We've only spent seventeen minutes, and we still have. Uh, what is this going to be? This is one twenty minus seventeen. That's going to be one hundred three, right? One hundred three minutes to analyze these five minutes of of, of cocktail. Hmm. Not so bad. Not so bad. <laughs> not so bad. Not so bad. Uh, yeah, that's not so bad. Uh, I'm I'm pretty happy about that. So I think we have a lot to talk about. We have so this episode. And I I texted you before the show, and what did. what did I say? What did I say? Uh, Let me find. Let's bring up the chat archive here. The I mean, archive. Bring up the archive. You said forgot the glasses and MGD at home. <laughs> had to go back. Now running a little bit late. Getting on Central Expressway now. That was accurate. But that was a classic that, text. Yes. Before that, I said, "Wow, huge ep today." Just prepped so much. This is indistinguishable from the from the <laughs> patterns of a Donald Trump tweet. I just want to point that out. <laughs> My huge was capitalized, <laughs> and, and so much exclamation so points. Uh, we also have a guest. Uh, so to take in this episode, this is part of the classic uh, with with fresh, fresh eyes. eyes. Is, is our guest out in the hallway? Uh, Hold on a second. I don't. You know what? Let me go check because I want to get a sip. Okay, never mind. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> All right, so, we have a special guest. Special guest. Uh, oh. Okay. So, Spaghest. Spaghest. A spaghest. A spaghest. Okay, so I'm gonna give up. I'm gonna give up my microphones, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hand them off to our special guest, Skeletos. Either talking to the microphone or don't don't talk. Or don't. Or don't don't talk. Talk in the microphone or don't don't talk. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. For spaghest. <laughs> What's? <laughs> do you have a, Do you have a name you use on air that I'm not familiar? with? Oh, I do oh, know yeah. what it is. What is your name? Scott Ah, uh, that's what I, yes. Okay, I was aware of that. All right, so we're going to play, you've never seen the movie Cocktail. Oh, this is also going to be The Sink. This is also going to be no, The Sink. Talk into the microphone. Or, Over here. Okay. Uh, you are going to, uh, you've never seen the movie Cocktail. Nope. Okay, what do you know about the movie Cocktail? Um, 1980s, right? That is, that is Tom, the Tom decade. Tom Cruise is in it. He's a bartender. I I don't know the city. Miami? Chicago. We were talking about it earlier. <laughs> I was looking there's so much new music here. The okay. big the big deal Upper East Side, aka New York. The saloon. Oh, okay. Here's I, here's a clue for oh, you. Oh, Upper Okay, I it's did It's the saloon capital of the world. 
I did hear that. Where do you think that is? Um, East Village. East, the East, Upper East Village. Upper East Village. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, oh, we need to fill in in news. We News, we need to talk about my experiences earlier this week, but we'll do that in news. I just, that's a reminder. Put a pin in that. Okay. So, welcome, Skeletos. You are going to watch a segment, a really jam-packed segment of Cocktail for the first time. Narrate it. You know how this works, right? Yeah. Tell us everything you think is happening in as, the movie. As it's happening. As it's happening. Tell us tell us what is happening and why it's happening and everything else. Also, so I, w- what you believe is happening in the plot that, that yes. explains what's going on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You have, I believe, an enter key that oh, is going to be pressed for you. <laughs> okay. Wow. Yeah. And we're still doing the sync. We're doing the sync at the same time. So if you're at home, here's what you got to do. You got to go home. You got to find the third chunk of cocktail, five minutes in length. Cue that up using whatever video player you'd like, except M player. And get that ready and get ready to play it along with us. Loop it, play it, bop it, twist it. And we're going to watch this together. So the sync goes like this. Ready? Three, two, one. Three, two, one, go. Pretty good. Pretty good. Looks like they're in the bar right now. There's a bartender. Ooh, he just made. He's making the drink, the red eye that we just we just had. There goes the raw egg. Oh, their egg's floating. Our sunk. There's Tom Cruise. There's, I don't know his name. This looks like a nice bar, like a library. It's like, oh, there's a Care Bear in the background. <laughs> Sunshine. Sunshine Care Bear. I think that's one. Looks fun. Looks like a place where I would want to read, but there's like 200 people now in this bar. It has a very 80s feel. The lighting looks for fluorescent but it's still it looks nice actually i don't like fluorescent <laughs> usually okay so he's falling he's on the floor I th- he's got a beer um the bartender it looks really chaotic looks like they're all using they haven't poured a drink they're just holding bottles and they can't find their bottle opener. um it just looks chaotic and fun like oh he's trying he has a book he's trying to read but he's distracted by his job and hundreds of people at this bar. I like two ladies working there. I like their eye makeup. It's fun. People are screaming. <laughs> um, oh, his, he's taking off his socks and they're soaking wet. Is 80s tube socks. Now <laughs> <laughs> he's wringing it out. Good thing they have that mat. Oh, no, it's just in the bar. Now it's quiet, and he's getting his tips. Um, and, yeah, I don't, watching that, it looks chaotic, but it kind of looks thrilling. Like, so it was so intense, and then now it's quiet. Kind of makes me feel like that rush of 
<laughs> of adrenaline and then kind of being addicted to a cycle like that. Now, it's, now there looks like it's a school, a university, an East Coast. I guess New York. <laughs> it's snowing. Um, what else do people say when they do brush eyes? Registration. Okay, so he's at a university. Ooh, they're using a chalkboard. There's this big um, forum-style classroom. Tom Cruise is in the middle. They're using mechanical pencils and pens. <laughs> Paper. Uh, that's nice to see. They're all either looking down or at, up at the board. No other distractions. It looks like now he's going to be taught how to make some drinks, even though he's already been bartending, I guess. In many ways, the food is short pour. Short pour. And long pour. He's, Tom Cruise is just holding this bottle, fiddling with it like it's a bowling pin that he's going to juggle. Um, here are the red and white referee <laughs> waiters <laughs> with red bows in their hair. And they look like... Oh, I recognize They look like women who wouldn't deal with any BS, but their uniforms are really goofy. Looks fun. They're all... Now that they're doing twirls and flares and stuff like that with the bottles. Um, it looks like a a good community where it looks like the same people are here even though it's another night. Um, they're throwing ice and tossing their drinks and they're actually talking to each other too and interacting. So it looks nice. This looks fun. Maybe I should look for a job like this. <laughs> Yeah, some of the customers are talking, gossiping, looking, flirting, whispering. And that has been with fresh eyes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> great, great work, Saltos. And that was fantastic work. And now you can get out of here. Welcome back. Oh, hello. Welcome back. Uh, okay, this is the part of the show where I close all close my Close all of your windows. Well, here is the thing. Look at this. this Close is, it. This is probably Close me. it. Look at you know what this is? Close you it. You know what this is? I don't know what that is. This is the campus where he goes to he goes to register for classes. Close it. So Either close it or don't use M player. Well, no, These are your options. I'm just showing this off to you for a second. Look, it looks great. Look, look at this over here. I'll open it on my laptop where things can play simultaneously. Does this look familiar to you? Um is that where he walks across the snowy ground? Yeah, he walks across from nice. here to here. Very you know nice. what this is? This it is, is Knox College. University of Toronto. That's not in New York. That's where it was filmed. It is in a place where it is cheaper to film, though. Yes, a lot of this was filmed in Toronto. <laughs> yeah. Considered a famous Toronto film. Okay. Toronto, you know, very conducive. Can Canada in general, very conducive to filming videos. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, it's Movies. A, it's, like a, it's, like a, it's like a winter wonderland. It is. It's America's winter wonderland. That's Vermont, actually. Uh, do you know what uh, California's all-American backyard is? You mean America's what? New New uh, New England? No, New England's 
Uh, I'm referring to, of course, Dublin, California. Dublin, California. Um, so do I need to close the window of the Arctic wolf eating an egg? Yeah. It's really good, though. Look at this. That is exciting. Maybe we should talk about this instead. No, no, we shouldn't. But that is a good video. Look I mean, up Arctic wolf it's eating an like egg. It's a lot like us eating the egg. I know. But it's it's the Arctic wolf Atka eating an egg. None of this is helping your other video play. I think it might be. And your video is controlling the sink for all the viewers at home. Supposed to get ten percent of so. the weight. Oh, great. Okay. Oh, now we're not. Right. Wow, that was a lot of windows we had to close. All right. Well, welcome to the 21st century. Welcome. A lot of windows in the 21st century. Okay, so now let's talk about the real, the real, substance. I guess, core, the substance, which is, of not course, Keynesian economics. Should we start, okay. though, with news? News. Let's start with news. Okay, news. Um, first of all, red-eye news. Yeah, you, you, you didn't finish your red-eye yet. I need to go do that. But in addition to that, I actually took a red-eye earlier this week. Yeah. That's, that's took a red-eye to where? To uh, New York City. New York City. I've been in New York City the last like four days, so, so I'm, I'm well positioned to talk about s- subjects such as whether it is the saloon capital of the world, the Big Deal Upper East Side, the Big, big Deal Upper East Side. Uh, the guy broke another egg into his drink. We're not doing Pageful Convoy. I'm just gonna read this. We're not doing Pageful Convoy yeah. for sure because this is this is well this is a full cocktail. Pageful Convoy is when we talk about the book of the show, no matter what it's called. Okay, uh, just to be clear for the for the viewers at home, uh, Mark has the novelization of Cocktail. No, no, the original book Cocktail. Yes, which is actually really good. Good. You see, the egg is why they call this drink a red eye. The yolk was slowly sinking into the tomato juice. A lot of jerks make the drink without the egg and tell you that the derivation of the name comes from the red-eyed condition that most people are in when they drink it. Truth is always simple and descriptive. Doesn't this look like a red eye? It does. So that's uh, Coughlin in the book talking about the red eye. Uh, okay, so any other news? That was, that was stirring news. You took a, a red eye. To New York earlier this week. What a coincidence is that? And back. No, back I did not take a red eye. Back well, I, I I think if you take a red eye one part of the way, it's a red eye both ways. Oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, any, any other news? That's all the news. Great. Yep. Good news. Okay. So let's dissect this episode. Okay. So let's talk about what, how do you break this apart? There are basically, I think there are five components. There's this is so jam packed. It's really hard to tell. I mean, but, this, okay. So, so yeah. the, the movie cocktail. It's very rewarding insofar as every five minutes. You go to so many new places. Different movie. Different Every five movie. minutes, different movie. Yeah. It's like it's like uh, falling asleep on your channel changer. Yeah, it is very much like that. Yes. Although the same characters persist. So it's like falling asleep on your channel changer in a world where there's only four actors. Where, where you subscribe to a cable service where they guarantee that the same actors <laughs> are in every channel. Delightful. Uh, yes. So, so so is that right? Five? Is there five? Uh, scene, ish? scene number one so is, is the, the interview. End, the end of the, the interview. end of the interview. And in that interview, the two, the e- two questions. Novel. Two, more que- two more questions are asked. Yes. Can you handle a 400-pound no, 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 psychopath? That's, that's detail. Let's talk the big picture. Let's talk okay. To, okay, end of the interview. This is when he first gets mm. his chance at TGI Fridays. Yes. Second part is day one. Mm. Presumably presumably a Saturday. It really seems like, one, the traffic. It seems like a Saturday traffic. Mm-hmm. It seems like a Saturday traffic. Uh, and in the book, it takes place during brunch. I'm pretty sure it's not brunch. Uh, scene three. Kenzie Economics. Yep. Scene four. Back at the bar. 
Oh no! Wait, there's also the post. Okay, scene three is post. There's the lesson. Yeah, there's there's the uh, post. Well, there's two lessons, right? There's the economics lesson followed by the bartending lesson. Sure. I mean, I guess say, which one Brian Flanagan picks up more readily? Whoa. Yeah. I, I say scene three is. I'll like give the, you a hint. Yeah. It's not economics. It's it's a job assessment. It's a job assessment. Which might be a good indicator that he what he is not cut out to you know, for example, float right into a Wall Street job. I don't know. He's a quick learner. Given that he shows up at an economics class and tunes out of the entire thing, yep. he's a, he's yeah, quick, he's a quick he's, learner. He's a quick learner. Quick learner. Uh, okay, and then and scene five is second day on the job. Or mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes. Oh, holy gracious! There's six scenes. Yeah. Then so it's then, a it's a jam packed out. Holy God! Okay, I'm gonna jam write, I'm gonna write, write this down. Let's write let's write this down and is let's let's make very short references to each. One is interview. Two is Hell Day. Three is Assessment. Mm-hmm. Four is Canes. Five is Tips. Six is Second Day. Okay, good. We have six. Okay, so of these different segments, what should we focus on? In what order? I'd say we tackle them in order. I'd say we tackle them in order of chronology based upon the subject matter, mm-hmm. which would put uh, Keynesian economics first. You just really want to talk about Keynesian economics. I'm not sure I do. Okay, uh, well, let's start there. Yeah. Okay. So, it's pretty funny. I'd say, so, let's, let's get out of the way. Yeah. Let you, me, you, should said you, I took, just, you, you said I, you took a lot of notes. I mean, yeah. I, should I walk you through what I learned in the lecture? What did you learn? Okay. Are you now a, a Keynes scholar? I am. Would you like me to describe By the way, I, yeah. I mispronounce uh, Ken's Keynes 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 name every time I say it. I'm just going to give this mm. a little way. I'm going to I'm going to say it wrong. Okay. Okay. I uh, say Keynes. I say his name is supposed to be Keynes. Keynes, uh, like uh, like Tim Keynes. Yes, exactly. Like like, like candy canes. Like candy canes. Just remember that. Yes, exactly. I'm not going to. I I see words and mm-hmm. I only see letters. Okay. Uh, what would you learn? Okay. So there is this. Oh, we're actually let's just listen to the scene right now and then we'll 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 do a little post scene quiz. Okay. So everyone at home. Get ready. We're going to learn about economics. Today I'd like to continue our discussion of demand for money by focusing on the money multiplier. We've got to add increases in currency, deposits, reserves, and bank credit along the whole system. Then what we have is the sum of an infinite series. Adding together the increases in currency and deposits, we find that they add up to 1 plus CU over CU plus RE. That simply stated is the money multiplier. Now, moving on. So what is interesting to me is, so he's sitting there in the middle of this whole classroom... He appears to be the only person not following along, which, again, would go back to the fact that him pitching himself as a, this, like, wonder kid yeah. on Wall Street, well, so, somewhat inaccurate. So let's talk. So about, we, let's, as a viewer, if we felt bad for him earlier of not getting those jobs, we should yeah. no longer feel bad for him. Well, let's talk about the <laughs> joke here. Those lines. This is, there's, there's a main joke here. The joke here is there's no good reason if he just basically wants to make a lot of money, he's taking a class about ma- macroeconomics. Yeah. There's no good reason he's learning about macroeconomics. There's no reason he should know about monetary theory and fiscal policy. Uh, no, so the joke is that he thinks that's how he's going to figure out how to make money, no, is the, by taking macroeconomics? I think the joke is he saw the phrase money multiplier. He's like, that's how I'm going to make That's very funny. And he wants to attend a class called money multiplier. Yeah. 
or that's on the curriculum or that's something. That's incredibly funny. And, yeah. And, okay. And instead, the money multiplier is not anything an individual do to make more money. It is a reference to what a central bank policy yeah. and, and the fiscal, you know, wow. budget can do. That's really clever. I mean, Was that he, from the original book? No, wait, wait, wait. Well, he, he wrote the book and the screenplay. So he, okay. So yeah. he would pull right, this. It. No, it's a very funny joke. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I'll say this. If you're taking business classes, I don't think you take, like, anything about Keynesian economics. Um, well, you, I mean, I'm sure you take a basic level of it. I, in think terms, you I mean, you take, like, Economics 101, essentially, right? So, so that's the joke. Second thing is, lecturer is partly just way wrong, and, and thirdly, is just, it's a terrible lecture. It's a very bad lecture. The lecturer is to, to, blasting through material, mentions a formula in the middle of it, not very clearly, so what he says is, I, I know I, I can walk you through everything. Okay, let's. Okay, I have, okay. I have exact lines. But so for actually, let's. Well, should we do this quiz style though? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'll, I'll quiz you on this. All right. First of all, um, so uh, which three things do you add together in calculating the money multiplier? I believe you do all currency in circulation, all all bank reserves. Close. Current, not quite. Uh, increases in currency to deposits. So well, I'll the, give you I'll the give you currency deposit ratio. Yeah, I'll give you partial credit. There. Sure, the currency okay. deposit ratio, reserves to deposit bank ratio, reserves. Mm-hmm. to deposit ratio. It, he just said bank reserves. Well, but. it's yeah. Okay, and and uh, and unity. Bank credit. Bank credit. Yeah, when you add all those things up, what do you get? I mean, bank credit is basically all they're able to lend. I mean, that's the overall money supply. You you get. Uh, you get one plus CU. No, okay. before that, uh, you get the entire money supply. You get you get a certain mathematical concept. Uh, you get a uh, a fraction. A sum of an infinite series. Oh yes, so this is the part that's <laughs> completely wrong. It doesn't make any sense. There's a sum of an infinite series. There is no infinite summing going on here. There's absolutely no infinite summing going on here. Okay, and then if you take the increases in currencies and deposits, they add up to what formula? Yeah, one plus CU over CU plus RE. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then I then wrote after that very fast teaching. And that is the money multiplier. And that is the money multiplier. Uh, yeah. Simply stated, really. So, yeah, uh, money multiplier. Uh, it's nothing that, that Brian Flanagan needs needs to know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's really in the purview to talk about the role of uh, Keynesian economics in the mid '80s. I mean, Keynesian economics took a blow by the '70s. Obviously, that stagflation really mm. kind of showed its formula to be not quite as all encompassing as, as one may believe. But let's let's move on and talk about other. Th- is that is that enough? I think that's fine, oh, yeah. On. So let's talk about also, in this mm. scene, he shows up, and you say that he's just sitting in on classes. I think he registered for classes because there's a scene where he walks up to a line called registration. Oh, okay. I missed that detail. Well, yeah, look at it. When he's walking outside in the mm. snow, he's walking up to a line called registration. He sees a class that talks about the money multiplier. He goes, check. Yeah, I, think that's, I think that's what goes on. And uh, what is this university supposed to be? Is it is it supposed to be city college? I think it's a, it's like a city college business program. Yeah, I mean, also like this, this looks majestic. This looks like more like Columbia, right? It's a majestic college. Does Columbia look like this? Well, a lot of colleges look like that. That's the kind of thing you spend a fortune to go to. And how is he affording mm, to register I classes? I don't. Here? There are cheap colleges so that also. That's nice sign. Nice registration sign. Very that's handwritten. They, that's how they did it. Yeah. Isn't that kind of crazy? Like. Uh, Imagine just a generation before us, people went to registration by, like, walking to places. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? It's nuts. It's pretty crazy. Uh, 
do they look like they're all like undergrad age or do they look like they're all like adults continuing education? Um, I think they all look young. No, uh, ooh, I don't know. I mean, I would say they all look. Um, yeah, you're right. Actually, maybe. I mean, they do look kind of college age. Hmm. Well, so does he. Yeah, I mean, he is youngish. He is. I mean, he, back from the from the wars. So exactly. He he's did not in his go early twenties. He chose not to go to school, and then he goes back. And as soon as he starts working as a bartender, he then also enrolls. In, in a college full... course. Well, this was, I think he chose not to go to school before he ran up against the, I can't get any jobs, and everyone tells me I need to get a college education. I mean, it sounds like the admission process was a dream. It well, I, like don't, he... I don't think he's in a full-on four-year, you know, esteemed institution. Well, I think he's taking ad hoc classes, you know, night classes, essentially. I mean, the university we see is University of Toronto. Yeah, which you is think a he's, major you think he's university. up to Toronto. I'm sure. Fact? I think it means that you know what we see is what we get. Yeah, he is. He is working taking a TJ Fridays in, up in East New side, York, up East Side, taking a taxi, taking a taxi every night to, to Toronto. Toronto. Yeah, I think that's unambiguous. For every day, that. every day to Toronto, attending classes, coming back to New York. That seems that I, checks Im- out. Images don't lie. Yeah. Uh, in any case, it's a swank looking. That's the best yeah. looking part of a massive university. Yeah. Which implies this is like a prestigious I, place. No, I think it's more. I mean, I think they wanted to easily and quickly convey the idea that he was attending a university. But like, and I think like, what's the best way to do that? You have something that looks a lot like a university. But they're making all the hard like if it's just like I'm going to be an astronaut, then suddenly he's on a spaceship. It's like, well, how did he get no, there? No, it's like I'm going to be an astronaut, and suddenly he's at you know the front door of NASA. Cape Canaveral. Yeah, or whatever. But, but how right? did he even get there? Like, it's hard to get admitted to a, a major university like this. Toronto. <laughs> it's, I, I, it doesn't there make are, sense to me. I'm telling you, there are plenty of city college level universities that look like that. Uh, okay, let's look at city college. Let's see what it looks like. Powerful stuff. City college. New York. New York. And let's look at images. images. See? They okay. all look like that. Okay. They all look okay, that, that, exactly that. like that. Okay, City College of New York actually <laughs> looks really nice. Okay. And that's that's like, okay. Okay. I mean, just not not just one or two. Like, all of them looked identical. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that looks nice. Looks nice. I stand, I stand corrected. Stand corrected. Okay. Uh, all right, let's get back to business here. Okay, so that's one scene down. Yep. Uh, Should we talk about the interview, the so, end of the interview? I mean, do you have anything to say about fiscal policy versus monetary policy? How did this did this convince you money multiplier is a powerful uh, concept? How, it convinced me that money multiplier is that powerful power. stuff. Yeah. Um, it, yep, did that. So Okay, so uh, we have five scenes left. The, okay, the end of the interview. End of the interview. End of the interview. Uh, he has two more questions. To yes. Ask. One question is: Can you handle a four hundred pound psycho? psycho. And when he said that the first time, you thought it was a drink. I thought it was a drink. And you thought it was a drink called the four hundred pound psycho. That sounds like a good drink. But then he said psychopath. Yes. And then he said path. And then I was like, oh, path. And then you said, and then you put the two together. You said psycho and path. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty funny. You know, like a psychopath is like a is like a path that a psycho walks down. Hmm. Because that's how that's how Psycho uh, leaves the bar. Hmm. Uh, could he handle a 400-pound psychopath? Has he, and he said he thinks so. Which I think is probably, if you think yeah. you can, you can. It, it, it's just like Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> I mean, really, I think as far as 
You know, it's Thomas all said. it's all within. By Thomas the Tank Engine, I mean the little engine that could. <laughs> he also could. He also could. Uh, okay, so could he handle it? He thinks he can. That's good enough for me. Uh, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. What about a hundred pound ballerina that's been speeding for three days? This one's. <laughs> I don't. I. I. I don't understand how. Th- I mean, it seems like this is a lesser. He presents this as if it's the next step up. So if it's like, okay, you can handle four hundred pounds. Okay, well, what about? Well, I mean, the, the it speaks for itself why a four hundred pound psychopath is a problem. Sure, it's a problem because. It is a mentally unstable bar patron yeah. who is very powerful, and uh, I mean, I think that you can say not to be ableist and say that all psychopaths have no place in society. It's probably not a good idea for a dr- uh, for a place where people uh, imbibe of drinks that you have a psychopath. Uh, Four hundred pounds. Four hundred pounds. Yeah. So, so I think it speaks for itself. It, yeah. I think it's just yeah, get them out, get them sure. out. Get them out. Throw them out. Maybe okay. wait for them to act up and throw them out. Second thing is... 100-pound ballerina. No problem with that, necessarily. Speedy? Yeah, I mean... It's, 100 pounds is very light, though. It, it's welcome to the 21st century. Totally legal to be a 100-pound ballerina. That is entirely legal, yes. Yeah. Uh, been speeding for three days. You know, just, you know, a little bit, yeah. little little, bit of little the... Bit of speed. A little bit of little white pills. Yes. For uh, three days straight. For three days straight. So I think, is it implied that... And she's also being a problem. You don't have to necessarily get all the speeding 100-pound ballerinas out. Or is he saying that across the board they're always a problem? I mean, it seems like they'd be a regular problem, yeah. Although it is, it's a weird... It's, like, it's, it's a, a weird construct. It's a different kind of... It's a different kind of... It's like a mosquito. A mosquito. <laughs> a libido. <laughs> it's like a mosquito. Uh, I mean, like, a mosquito. I mean, mosquito's annoying, and it's, it's going to suck your blood. Anayata. Very good. Anayata. Very, very good. Uh, yeah. yeah. Very good. Uh, I mean, I think the idea is it's going to bite you sooner or later. It's going to suck your blood. You just got to get rid of it early. Just you totally. have to. You have to get a, a big sw- fly swatter out, and then you have to. And, and you know, what does he say he's going to do? He's going to open the, the door, door and let her twer- twer- pirouette Pir- right out. Yep. Right, right on the street. Good plan. Good plan. And Douglas Coughlin. Coughlin? Yeah. Extremely impressed with that answer. Oh, totally. Absolutely. He's visibly impressed. Which I think he means, like, this guy has the stuff. This guy has the Powerful verbal... Powerful stuff. <laughs> That's not in this five minutes, right? <laughs> no, but it's up on your computer. Yeah. I'm just seeing, like, what's on the soundtrack. No, and just, just so we have a point of reference. <laughs> We hear the hypnotizing boogie, not on the soundtrack. The hypnotizing boogie, not on the nope, soundtrack. not on the soundtrack. We've got Wild Again, Powerful Stuff, Since When, Don't Worry, Be Happy, Hippie, Be Shake, and then others that I won't talk about just yet. Yes. <sighs> okay. Uh, and... Oh, 
Cried wolf. Yes. You you are introducing segments. Yes. With with nothing to back it up. You are just playing musical intros. I mean, I think these are limited returns. You're you're losing faith of our listeners in us. Well, so I'm also I'm running out of files here. So. Well, whose fault is that? Powerful stuff. Okay. So uh, to continue. Continuing. So the, I think that's, that's so the interview. The yeah. Interview. There's Upper East Side being the saloon capital of the world. Fun capital. We covered world. that up. Salon yeah. capital. It, uh, is, it is. Is it the headquarters of Salon Magazine? I, I'm pretty sure it, it actually is. might be. Uh, should we look that up? Well, I think no. It's actually based on the internet. Salon. Yeah. It's it's, it's it lives on the internet. No, I'm sure they have an office on the internet. Uh, let's see. Salon website. Does it have an office? Do they? I thought they had a magazine component. Oh, they're like an e-magazine, e-zine. Salon office. I like how they have a thing called controversies, and it's just two names of people. Uh, well, it's people they they dissed. Um, um, just salon address. Salon. Salon media media group. And I go to dress. So I go to map. It's gonna map. kill my computer. Oh, Sacramento. Oh, they're in Sacramento. And then Sac- also, Sacramento. and also uh, San Francisco. San Francisco, Sacramento. Every okay. Well, not yeah, the yeah. Upper East Side. It's running our own backyard. Yes. Okay. So then the Upper East Side must be the saloon capital. Yeah. It's okay. We got, got it. Now. it. Okay. Makes now. sense. Okay. Then there's a segment. There's a segment where a lot of people order drinks. I don't feel too good because I drank a, a mm-hmm. red eye. I only drank half of one. See, I think this is not fair that you drank. Fine, I'll be right back. Okay, good. Uh, Alan is now leaving the studio. He's walking out in the hallway where his red eye has been uh, slowly fermenting, getting better and better by the moment. Uh, I'd say he left at least half of it in the can. Uh, This is going to be at least like 20 seconds of chugging. There's no way he could chug that in one sip. The, okay, it's, it's almost gone. Okay, I knew you couldn't drink it a little more in that it, time. Well, I, I still have the part with the most of the egg in it. So you got part of the egg. I got a little of the egg. I got I got to start on the egg. So I'm putting the egg in the mouth and just squeeze it. Oof, I'm not looking forward oh, to so that. So in, in the first scene, before we get this, he's also making a red eye while we speak. He is. They make the red eye. Well, he starts Cog, off. Coglin makes the red eye. He starts off by taking a Miller Starts off. Miller Genuine Draft Powerful bottle. Stuff. Turns it upside down into a pint glass. And it just pours itself out that way. Which we tried. I tried. And it did not work. I tried too. Did you? Okay. Didn't yeah. work. Didn't work. Didn't work. Yeah. So then he got he filled out the entire bottle. I've seen bottle. it done before, though. Maybe you just need uh, more pressure on the inside. Or maybe it's like altitude. We're too we're too high up. They're, they're, we're, we're at they're, sea level in New York City is at sea level. I think they're closer to sea level. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I'm, that makes sense. So then he fills the entire bottle and then fills the rest of the pint glass with tomato juice. Mm-hmm. He cracks an egg in, and then he puts pills into it, which we chose not to we do. We did not put pills in it. We did have a lengthy discussion about whether we could put pills into it. Um, what was our leading option? Was I mean, Advil? not acetaminophen. Not, not anything with, no. And, and not, not, not codeine. I mean, really, it's a bad idea to, to be... To mix medicine to, and alcohol. It's a, Especially yeah. directly. I'd say absolutely directly. Yeah. I mean, enough, I mean, I'd say just just folks. We, we PSA? should we should say. Well, go ahead with the PSA. Don't mix your pills I'm and gonna, alcohol. I'm going to have a little disclaimer on that, which is that we are not doctors. Uh, not so if yet. your doctor tells you to mix your pills and alcohol, 
go right ahead. <laughs> Great. Uh, so, and then he uh, he immediately drinks it, about half of the pint thing at once. I really thought watching this, he's going to just one long steady. Well, he does, he's doing it right now. Because he looks like the kind of, he's pacing himself. That's the kind of look of a guy. Also, have you, have you known people who do circular drinking? People who can basically, they drink and they also breathe while they drink. So they can just oh, drink forever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah, known yeah. a guy, he yeah. could take a pitcher of water. And just drink the entire pitcher of think water. I think it's not quite working like you think it's working, though. Like it's Oh, is it a sack? Is there a sack in the yeah. side? <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's buffering, you know, liquid in his mouth while he's breathing through his nose. It's not that he is actually swallowing and breathing at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that, yeah. that makes sense. But he never once loses the motion. He at least gives sure. the illusion. Sure, yeah. Yeah, just like, I mean, effectively, David Copperfield can fly. As long as he buffers his, his... As long as he buffers the flight. The flight, yeah. Yes, uh, of the Concords. Of the Concords. Okay, so that is the uh, that is the first part of the interview. All right, so now, is the hell... let's get to the meat of it. Hell night. So, in, okay. Hell day. Let's hell talk night. about the fact that we do not know what time that interview took place. It seems like it took place... <coughs> it must er- have been morning. In early morning. Yeah, then he went to campus... I mean, do we know effectively this has to be night, or is it possible this is daytime lighting? No, just... no, this is night. They, I mean, there's no way the bar is this crowded for lunch and everyone's demanding drinks. Have you ever been to New York City brunch? Yes. And it, it's just like this. Yeah. I mean, I think... I've I've been to... Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain I've been to a bar in New York City n- not at night. I mean, it makes it in the book. He took over for brunch, which makes sense because he's in the bar in the early morning. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Stick around, we'll put you in a brunch." Mm-hmm. Uh, instead, it's like, "Hey, come back in six hours, mm-hmm. no longer than that. Come back in like twelve hours. We're gonna put you on for a crushing." And I'll say this: What kind of leeway is Douglas Coglin given? He's the bar manager, but like, it seems like he makes a lot of risky choices. He's the bar manager. You let the bar manager manage the bar. How much money do you think he lost the bar this night with his decisions? Mm, half. <laughs> I mean, I would say that running an incredibly well, no, 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 actually, busy no. Bar. Hold on. Yes. If it weren't for for um, Flanagan, yeah, it, Coglin would be the only person behind the bar. So I don't know if they actually lost anything because Coglin was operating 100, percent and he just had um, Flanagan, uh, Brian. Flanagan. I th- I I think it's implied that he like gave someone else the night off. No 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 I no no because there was help wanted. He didn't have a he didn't have another assistant. You th- so you think yeah. you think he is actually short staffed yeah. in general? Yeah absolutely. Okay, well, let's compare this against what he says when he hires them. So this is he says come back next Thursday. I've got five shifts open. Okay, so he's got other bartenders. It sounds like he has other bartenders. Okay, that's right. And it sounds like at, at this, this is about as busy as a bar can be because yeah. people are literally packed against each other. I think Colin is doing this, though, because, I mean, he, well, A, he likes Brian. I mean, a guy comes in, and he has amazing lines, like, yes. Parrotter right out the door. <laughs> and he's like, this guy could become the best bartender in the business. Yes. Yeah. Um and so he's willing to take a chance. Wheeling. Wheeling and wheeling, dealing. Wheeling to take a chance. Yeah. And he's taking that chance. Taking, and taking that chance. Uh, by the way, I have one more Are thing. Are we at a page full of cocktail here? What's going no. on? No. Just one more thing about Red Eye. Yeah. Brian Flanagan, the Tapstred Fatso's, recommends that Red Eye is the ideal summer pick-me-up. Just add a few ounces of tomato juice to a yep. glass of beer. Yeah. 
I mean, that's a, it's a Michelade, essentially, yeah. without the clam juice. In the book, what? he takes the original Red Eye, taught to Mike Coughlin, takes out the egg. Whoa. His recipe is just a little bit of tomato juice. And then it's no longer a hangover cure. It's just a summer, delightful summer beverage. Absolutely. It's, yeah. a, little, it's a little picky. Well, up. Michelin's are very good, uh, uh, as I was mentioning before the show. Beer, tomato juice, clam juice, and um, and salt rim. I think that's it. Tell it to the judge. Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd. Uh, okay. okay. So hell, hell day, hell night. I mean, I would um, say, do you think this could be Saturday? It's very... I mean, Friday or Saturday, yeah. It's definitely very It is very TGI crowded. Fridays. It is TGI Fridays, yes. Yeah. So there's at least um, a 50% chance it's Friday. Yes. One thing I do like, I don't know what shots it's in, but there's a, there's a neon sign at the back of the bar that just says light beer. Bud Light? No, it just says light beer. But it's, there's it's, no brand. It's the it's the Bud Light logo, I believe. I don't know. It's in the background when he's bringing out his socks. Yeah. Unless yeah, it, it is. Yeah. Is it actually the Bud Light logo? I thought it was like uh, a, a generic light beer. Well, we'll take a look in the second. We'll take a look in the second. Very funny. Okay, so I, I made a list of all the I drinks. I made a list of all the drinks as well. You want to so go through them? Ready? Let's go down the list Three, in order. Two, two, one. one. Rock and roses. Vodka and roses. <laughs> I wrote rock and roses. So the, okay. So one of the waitresses has four drinks for their table. Yeah. Vodka and roses. I wrote which, down rock and roses. So vodka and roses, that's basically a vodka uh, gimlet. Ah, okay. Uh, which is... Okay, whatever. I mean, you know, it's I, that doesn't sound like a drink worth ordering. That sounds like a terrible drink. Just uh-huh. vodka and and synthetic lime juice that's sweetened. Uh, second drink, absolute on the rocks. Sorry, I was distracted by watching cocktail. <laughs> watching the uh, the hell hell night. Sorry. Yes, recipe. So vodka, uh, vodka and roses, vodka aka and roses. a vodka gimlet. Yep. Uh, absolute on the rocks, uh, which is just. Mm. Vodka on ice, not not a great drink. Mm, no, no, that's not a great drink. I, uh, uh, I although I'll say it's probably better than most of the vodka drinks. Mm-hmm. If you're, I mean, I'd say the classically Russians do it. They put vodka in a freezer mm-hmm. and they just drink it cold, straight. I respect that. I um I toured a condo today. Yeah. And in the kitchen, you're full. You're full of condo. You're full of condo. And in the kitchen of one of the sh- uh, show units were two. I would say. Both 1.75 liter things of Sky Vodka, two of them, very good, next to each other on the counter. That means that they uh, they know what. Which to, why would the, you need the, the better and nothing that nothing near them? Like why would you need two? I don't know if you're if you're drinking with a friend and someone is and they like want a, their own bottle. Yeah, they have a cold or something. Yep, and you're drinking it right out of the bottle. Yes. Yeah, I think I think mean, that's probably it. Okay, uh, okay, G- Ghibli's and. Uh, 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 Ghibli's and tonic. Ghibli's and tonic. I missed that one. Uh, Gib- what? It seems like you didn't really transcribe. Well, everything. no, I, I were, well, I watched it a couple times. I didn't watch it extensively. But so Ghibli's is, I'd say, it, it makes gin and vodka. Mm. I think you probably should assume that they're referring to Ghibli's gin at this point. Gil- Gilby or Ghibli? Gilby, sorry, Gilby. Uh, Gilby and uh, yeah, I, I mean gin and tonic. So Gilby's and tonic makes sense. Yeah, Gilby's a terrible brand. So it's like it's really weird. Some says, "Make me a gin and tonic." Make sure Make you sure use it's Gilby's. Gilby's. Not, it's not good. It's not <laughs> good gin. I mean, I don't know gin. Uh, I don't like or no gin. <laughs> well, if you don't like it, if, I mean, maybe you just know better. And then finally, in the first four drinks, the Velvet Hammer. I no wait. No, there's something before. Uh, there's something with a twist in there. Because uh, I wrote down something with a twist. I don't think so. 
There's definitely they mention a twist. Oh, maybe Gilby's and Tonic. I thought Tonic was twist, but that seems. Yeah, I wrote down something with a twist. And then the Velvet Hammer. Yeah, Velvet Hammer. This is uh, Earful of Cocktail. This is uh, the world's most popular cocktail podcast here on KZSU Stanford. Unless you're listening on the podcast, and then it's not. Yeah. Uh, So, Velvet Hammer. Velvet Hammer is the fourth drink. This sounds really bad. This is one. All of these drinks are bad because they're '80s cocktails. (laughs) That in in the 1980s was a bad era for cocktails. If that wasn't clear already. I mean, and this movie itself actually transformed the the world of cocktails. Cocktails, I think, measurably got worse. Got worse because it was about the flair of making them, not about. Instead of improving cocktails, it's like okay, I need to spin around my bottle a bit more, which is explicit. (laughs) What the movie says is important. The Velvet Hammer, uh, one part coffee liqueur. Uh, one part cream, one part Cointreau. It's kind of like a uh, white Russian, but instead of vodka, it's Cointreau. Um, I don't see Cointreau and cream as being a good idea. Cointreau and cream. No, I think I've tried that before, and it didn't work out well. Doesn't sound good, right? No. Uh, okay. So that's, okay, then a bottle of uh, Molson. Yeah, Molson's Canadian. It's a beer. Yeah, I mean, this, this shows yeah. that they filmed in Canada. It's yeah. the only beer they can get. Yeah, it's weird that, yeah. <laughs> I, people love Molson, and then he, I love Molson. He, Molson's great. He, he hands it to the the waitress. He's at hockey games. What did she say? He enters the bottle of Molson. She says, "What am I going to open this with my teeth?" It's a funny line. Uh, a lot of good, a lot of good like density of riffing going on here. Uh, so then, Cuba uh, Cuba Libre. Now there's something before that which is like a Tuma Lever. No, Cuba Libre. <laughs> also known as a Tuma Lever. Tuma Lever. <laughs> well, because I wrote down Cuba Libre. <laughs> you see, I, I spent some time doing this, and I thought, like, okay, I thought, like, I hope I'm not duplicating work. It's a good thing I did, because your list right now is <laughs> is essentially worthless. I wrote down, I mean, it's what I, <laughs> I wrote down tu- Tuma Lever, question mark. Cuba Libre. So then, th- this is actually... I'm going to leave that there. I'm not going to correct that. A lot of these things are not in the book. This mm. is in the book. Uh, he, the Tuma Libre? He doesn't know how to make a Cuba Libre. Mm. And he, like, complains. And then Coughlin gives him a bar book yep. to read. Yep. And then he reads it. It's like, damn it. This is just... A rum and coke. A rum and coke. Which it's not. Yeah, I mean, people say, like, oh, it's a rum and coke. With a lime Yeah, twist. but Cuba Libre has a significant amount of lime yeah, in it. Yeah, you put lime yeah. in. You uh, People muddle it. That's yeah. a traditional way yeah, of doing yeah. it. I mean, it is not just... It's not... I mean, if, if like, Cuba Libre and rum and coke were the same thing, they would... It would just be... It would all be called Cuba Libre or all be called rum and coke. But, like, you would not order... If you ordered one of those drinks and you got the other... Well, if you ordered rum and coke, you get Cuba Libre. I don't think you're disappointed, necessarily. You're just like, oh, this tastes kind of... Yeah, limey. If you order a Cuba Libre and get rum and coke, welcome you, to the 80s. You are, yeah, you are absolutely disappointed. Well, I mean, I think you exp- if you're in a bad bar like this, yeah, you come to be ripped off. Sure, you don't come for quality. Sure. You come because you expect showmanship and a bad drink. Yeah, but you will get loaded enough if you order enough drinks. Okay, uh, Jim Beam on the rocks. That's yep. I got that one. That's that's a drink that makes sense. Yep. Uh, Bloody Mary. Uh, oh, I missed that. Okay, Bloody Mary. Uh, is this something you've ordered? Just go to a bar and you say, I'll have a white wine. <laughs> I thought that the the great thing about that is that guy was very forceful about yeah. the wanting a white wine as well. Everybody's forceful. Everybody was forceful. I know, but he was especially so forceful. This. He said it twice, too. That's, it comes that's out twice. the Miller Lite logo. Look at it. Oh, Miller Lite. Uh, it's like okay. a Bud Light, Bud Light. 
Mil- or is it, is it like a, I think it's Miller. Maybe Miller. Did Bud Light exist in the 80s? They all exist. Yeah, it is Miller Light. It's Miller Light. Okay, you're right. Um, it's the old Miller Light logo. Uh, old, yeah. It's Which it's is the, now new. They brought it back. Everything old is new again. Everything old is new again. Okay, Everything um, new is old again. White wine. So what would you, as a, as a winophile. Uh, a, a, a vinophile. As a vinophile. Uh, do you ever just go into a place and say. A winophile. Just, you go into TGI Fridays and say, I'll have a white wine. Nope. What would you expect? That would be to, very risky. <laughs> what would you expect to get? I would expect to get. Uh, some really <laughs> awful, like, su- uh, probably super sweet. Okay. Um, if I'm lucky, would you guess um, a uh, special winery, or do you think? It would oh, be- I mean, whatever. You'd get some Charles Shaw or something. Okay. Yeah. And how much do you think? I mean, if you're you lucky, for? you would get like um, you know, La Crema or something like that. But how, almost how certainly. How much do you think they charge you for that? Uh. I don't know, eight dollars a glass. Well, what, what grape do you think they use? Chardonnay, uh, ish. <laughs> Chardonnay mixed with some other <laughs> other various ones. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's that's what we're gonna. And he he was very yeah. I mean, he knew what he wanted. Yeah. And he wanted white wine. some sort of white wine. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not unreasonable to order white wine. I mean, you know, red wine, like you know, on a plane or something. Often you just say white wine or red wine. Like because a, they have a limited stock. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. In a, in a bar, you would expect to order something more specific. Uh, generally, I mean, you could also. I mean, it's it's perfectly acceptable, even if you are, you know, someone who likes wine. At a restaurant or something to just say, like, I'll have your house white or I'll have your house sure, red or something, sure. right? It was just, like, make the decision for me. I'm not picky, you know, like, it puts a I matter, just need wine with this it meal. It puts a matter of trust into this that I don't that, well, think no, they for deserve. This, for this bar, no. Yes. You do not, would not want to <laughs> yes. trust them to pick a wine for you. Really, you wouldn't want to trust any wines they have. But Yes. Uh, next up is the uh, Pink Squirrel. Pink Squirrel. Wait, you, do we skip the orgasm? There's no orgasm. There's they d- yep. There's definitely an orgasm. There's no orgasm. Okay. Um, the pink squirrel. Uh, pink squirrel. This is something I haven't heard of. So this is a it's something that shows up as like a very like guilty pleasure, really, really like kind of very decadent drink. One part almond cream. This is cream, mm. cream de noir, mm. noya. Oh, I should get some of that. Creme de noya, which mm. I don't know how that compares to like uh, to like orgia, for example. But it's almond no, no. Cream. I mean, orgia is is almond sugar. I mean, sure. yeah, almond cream is going to be very. Almond cream is going to be similar to like a, um, um, similar to like a rum chata or like a okay. you know Bailey's like a bourbon okay. cream or something. Oh, okay, just okay. almondy, right? So almond cream, cream de noya, mm-hmm. uh, one part cream de cacao. Uh huh. And then two parts vanilla ice cream. That is that is a dessert. So I mean, so people show it's in like a glass. Yeah. And it's just a it's a it's a it's a lick like it's a it's a solid. It yeah. is it is a big. Yeah. Like, you're, you're drinking a smoothie. You're drinking a smoothie in a or, cocktail or a, glass. A, not a smoothie. A milkshake. I, I believe that the synthetic versions of cream de noya mm. usually are bright red in order to give the pink squirrel its color. <laughs> so I think the pink squirrel actually dictates the buying habits wow. of cream de noya. Okay. Uh, next up, the Friar Tuck. The Friar Tuck. Yeah, I wrote that down. Friar Tuck. Uh, yes. Friar Tuck, one part hazelnut liqueur, like Frangelico. Mm-hmm. Uh, one part dark creme de cacao. Mm-hmm. Two parts cream. Okay. That's that, not, that's that, pro- that sounds fine. That, that's, I mean, that's yeah. a very rich, you know, that's yeah, a I very mean, rich, it, well, sweet drink. Every but, drink but was in the also, 80s. That's not a terrible drink. Yeah. That, that's actually acceptable. Uh, a dingling. 
What's a dingling? Uh, dingling uh, apparently doesn't exist. Okay. It was invented for the movie. Ah, well, it must exist now. Someone would have capitalized on that, no? I'm not sure. Uh, so, I mean, you know, that that happens. Like, you as a purveyor of some obscure alcoholic beverage, sure. you know, like a base ingredient, you go, yeah. well, we're going to make a dingling out of whatever we're selling. You know why dingling exists? Why? I believe it exists. Uh, that line later on in the movie? Yes. Where they say, the dingling. Because yes. the, the, it rhymes. It does rhyme. Uh, okay. And I'm, then I'm, white wine again. In the, well, I didn't want to do any repeat. Well, see, see, my notes were comprehensive. Uh, something I, I believe I heard is the angel tip. Uh, uh-huh. is, is a white cream de cacao, maraschino liqueur, and one maraschino cherry. Oh, which okay. that's actually that's that's very rich, very syrupy, but that's fine. I did actually write down pink squirrel, but I wrote it down as ping <coughs> ping squirrel. <laughs> you're currently like trying to do network diagnostics while you're doing this. I don't. I wrote it down as ping squirrel. Ping squirrel. <laughs> Let me see what happens when I ping ping <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> Do a, do a trace right on that. I'm doing a, I'm, no, I'm doing a ping. Cannot resolve squirrel. Okay, ping squirrel.com. What is squirrel.com? <laughs> I'm get. Oh, no, I got that's timing out. Squirrel.com does not support ping. Oh, squirrel.com is a great website. <laughs> Establishing a database connection. Okay, let's do a trace route. Squirrel.com. Whoops, I did squirreel.com. Oh, which classic, is not returning. Classic mistake. Yeah, trace route squirrel.com. Um, oh, a trace route's not going to work because it's not. Um, it's if it's not pingable, it's not going to be trace routable. Because um, you know, you know how trace route works. Uh, you start with the. Yeah, I trace actually, route sends a series of successive pings where it puts the the number of hops uh, allowed to increasing numbers. So it first says, "I'm going to ping with with you know one hop allowed," and so it finds what the next server on the way is. Second says, I'm going to ping with two hops allowed, so it finds what the second server is. And then okay. three hops allowed, four okay. hops allowed, five, whatever, until sure. it finds the actual server you're going to. Okay. And each step along the way, you get a return from a server in the meantime, and then you can reconstruct the entire trace route. So is this done in parallel, or is it done, like, sequentially? Usually it's done sequentially, um, at least in a classic implementation. Hmm, okay. So, that's trace route. Um, okay, so the ping squirrel, the uh, angel tip. Angel tip. Uh, the dirty, dirty mother. mother. Dirty mother is a two two element drink. Uh, dirty mother is Kahlua and brandy. Kahlua and brandy. That's a little weird. I I mean I guess that makes sense. The squirrel. The drink's gonna be kind of sharp. Oh, squirrel.com. Squirrel exclusive perfumes collection. I really enjoy this very badly rasterized squirrel written in brush font. Yeah. It, it does not speak elegance. Uh, was this was are squirrel perfumes an actual thing though? Let me look no. that up. So this is okay. Oh, why did why did the end make it worse? So in in uh, about ten years, this is two thousand one. Yeah. Squirrel.com homepage. If you found an orphan or injured squirrel and wondering what to do, please click here. Wow. This is done by uh, Mark Henderson. Why this used to be like a good website? Oh, he sold it for a lot of money. I hope I hope he's enjoying his squirrel money, his dirty squirrel money. Uh, and then finally the martini, which at that point almost certainly means a vodka martini. Yeah. Uh, which is just like, what's in that? It's not a stupid question because a martini. He actually needs to know whether it, it, it's he's going to make it with vodka. Well, or gin. I mean, if you want to make it right. Yeah. But I guess the, the question is, if you're ordering, you probably don't care. Yeah. You just want something with an olive in it. Yeah. That is almost certainly made with uh, made with. Uh, with vodka. 
Okay, and that that is all the drinks uh, to compare. Ooh. Uh, and again, this is this is not this is not page full of cocktail. Uh, but in the book, cocktail. We are talking a lot about this book for an episode where we have not had a segment about the book. Well, guess what? Because uh, time. No, we know it's that we're a little we, 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 earful of earful of <laughs> seamless cocktail. <laughs> I like the soundtrack to Cocktails so much. These stingers are all terrible. They don't work well for them. Soundtrack's so good. Oh my god, what a soundtrack. Holy, that's the worst. This is not, I can't talk over this. This is, this is unlistenable. Uh, so, in. We're getting less good content and just garbage. Oh, it's so good. Well, was that not what the 80s was all about? Touche. Uh, okay, in, in, in the book, uh, uh, there are four. Uh, the, the drinks being ordered Horseman. in the same scene. Vodka Gibson. Mm-hmm. This takes place in like the late 60s, by the way. This part the of the scene. No, no, this scene, because this is in the past. Wow, okay. I'm Brian Flanagan at this point. is like <laughs> a, a long He's like a bloated middle-aged man. Okay, And he's looking it. back. Vodka Gibson, gin gimlet straight up with a splash of Cointreau, a rusty nail, uh, which those are much better drinks than what they're ordering in the, mm-hmm. in the, in the 80s. Mm. And that, and that is, that is Page Full Convoy. Okay. Just to get 10% Page of cocktail. Okay, uh, question Page for you. Page of Convoy of cocktail? Question for you. Yeah. How intentional do you think it was that Douglas Coughlin uh, opens up the cash register as Brian Flanagan is in front of it? And hits him in the head? Hits him in the head. Do Very intentional. He picks him up afterwards, but it's it, there's no way he didn't see that. Do you think there's any chance it could have like been more harmful to him than it was? I mean, you think it's enough to like cause a concussion? No. I mean, that knocked him across the room. That knocked him across the uh, room. I no, I think it hit him and he stumbled back as a result of it. I don't think it direct. I don't think the impact directly knocked him back. Um, okay, let's talk about riffs. Here are riffs that happen in this part. Uh, one of the waitresses says, "What is this? Hire the handicapped week?" Okay. Are, are you saying that's ableist? I mean, I I wouldn't recommend that line. Well, I mean, uh, well, you're not the the screenwriter of the movie Cocktail because okay. he didn't recommend he did recommend the line. Uh, Coglin, after he fell on the ground, he says, "If you're going to sit in the water, go to Coney Island." Would it? I mean, okay. You want to sit in the water? Go to, go Coney, to Coney Island. Island. Isn't Coney Island? Uh, it's on the beach. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, is, there any, is there any more things here? He uh, he does call him a frog man afterwards because he's he's basically he's like, like he's, um, he's like a semi-aquatic uh, military man because he's so wet. Like uh, Sir Jaren Slint, something like that. Sir Janus Slint. Good reference. Serge, sir. I'm looking it up. I think it might have been Toad Faced Man. Toad, toad Man. Toad. Why is this so hard to find? Maybe because there's something no one cares about? 
No, none of this is. These are all the wrong. No, it was a frog. He was the frog-faced man. But all I'm getting are the frog people. It's a Game of Thrones reference. But oh, Jano Slent. There it is, Jano Slent. Why is that so far down on the page? Uh, frog-faced and built like a K. I mean, yes. No one cares about Game of Thrones. That's why. Okay. Anyway, I was saying Jano Jano Slint. Great reference. Jano Slint. Um, Janos is a stout man with jowls and a bald pate. He is frog-faced and built like a keg. He wears ornate golden black plate with a high-crested helm. Uh, Mia Culpa? Mia Culpa? Yes. Mia Culpa? Uh, there, there was an orgasm. I told you! Uh, orga- I- orgasm is uh, Amaretto, Kahlua, and Bailey's. Boy, that's just a lot of Wow. Things. I think I've made that before. Moretto, Kahlua, and Bailey's. I mean, I've certainly made drinks where I just put, like, all the cream drinks together. Um, so, wow. Okay. <laughs> Take a look at this family tree. Can, can I call this a Game of Thrones free zone? There's nothing. This podcast? Li- you want to make this podcast a Game of Thrones free zone? Yeah. Let's. Uh, is there anything you want to make it free to make up for it? Is there- um, I would like to make it a skipping video free zone. Well, I'm, I'm going to say no opening Google Maps. Good. Yeah. Uh, okay. I like that she says she has, because he says, oh, uh, you, you know, I'll get you a drink in a second. She says, I have four people waiting on me. I'm not going to go back with three drinks. That makes total sense, yeah. I mean, wouldn't yeah. that be insulting if you're at a table and everyone got their drink at the same time but you didn't? I mean, that does happen. I would say you'd, I would leave. I would leave the yeah. restaurant. <laughs> I'd say I'm not taking this. I mean, it just shows you doing this is all about psychology. It's all about understanding psychology. Uh, any, anything else in Hell Knight? Um, oh, well, I mean, there's the oh, end. Yeah, okay, the drink he pours here. What, Coglin? Yeah, he Where pours he's pouring three things at once into a, into a mixing tin? One is Bacardi. Mm-hmm. One is Absolute Vodka. Uh-huh. And the other one looks like some sort of, like, I'm not sure what it is. It's like a, it's like a... It's a square. It's a square kind of bottle. Okay. I mean, so, that's, that's not I mean, something you rum should... and vodka together. No, never, there are drinks that have both of those. Good. Never good. There are drinks that have both of those. No, there are some tiki a... drinks that have vodka in them. He's not making a tiki drink. That is, that is accurate. You're right about that. Yeah. Uh, and then later, uh, in, in a later scene, I'm just going to cut ahead to that. Uh, there's a drink where Brian Flanagan is pouring into one thing: Canadian Club and Bacardi together. That is also never a good idea. That's not going to be acceptable at all. Uh, I think they gave him free reign of the bar to pour whatever they wanted into things. And speaking of which, when he rains, he pours. Yeah. Okay. Here's So we can talk about End of Hell Night, which is, um, is it weird that the bartenders are getting 10% from the waitresses? I feel like the bartenders are, if anything, making more no, tips. No, that's the thing. You, you, you pay the bar backs. Okay. Uh, no, the bar backs. Yes, the front of the house pays the bar backs. And if it's a really good night from the bar, yeah, you get the bartenders. No, but but I mean, but the bartenders are getting their own tips. But I think it's a way of just I think giving the extra tip of saying you delivered more business to me tonight, which is weird. Okay, so hmm. Brian Flanagan technically uh, technically deficient. He is not good, hmm. but he does have a certain uh, Zenisikwa. That mm-hmm. is driving demand. Although it looks like they would do fine without him. Yeah. But for whatever reason, people say, like, there's something special about People this. People do want to see him fail. 
That's true. Maybe maybe the rest maybe it would have been a nothing night, but then in the street they're like, Oh, go to Fridays. There's this guy who sucks. Yeah. I mean, actually, it sounds that pretty would funny. Be, I would go for that, yeah. <laughs> this is completely incompetent bartender. <laughs> and then this this is before the internet, so it spreads a word of mouth. Yeah. People call their friends, Yeah. and then everyone just pours in Fridays to make fun of him and you know, just call out the worst drinks they can think of Yeah. Uh, to stump him. So in any case, it, it, their tables are not being really helped by the fact who's at the bar. Because they don't see the bar. They're over on the other side of Fridays mm-hmm. at their table. Mm-hmm. And Brian Flanning at the bar, they just want drinks. They want the bar. It might as well be a robot. Mm-hmm. They just want the right drink given to them. Sure. So really, you make a good point. Why would... Why would you do a kickback to the bar? Unless he made her job easier than Which he clearly did not. No, he did not at all. But maybe just to show a pity. I think she just likes him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everyone likes him because he's charming. He called her a bitch. <laughs> he did. he gets away with a lot. But she, Brian Flan this movie is a movie about Brian Flanagan getting away with things. Yes. Uh, so okay, so it starts the second time. All this, of the drinks on the bar are super creep. It's like cream, 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 cream. <laughs> it's just, it's, just lot, it's a bunch of like of white, milky, creamy drinks. I mean people in the eighties want to drink bad liquor, get incredibly drunk, yeah. and not not realize they're drinking liquor. They never want to taste liquor. It's important never to taste liquor. Yeah. Uh, a lot of stuff going on. That's like melon drinking. Okay, well, we're getting we're getting ahead of ourselves to okay, the Okay, okay. So are, are we done with Hell Knight? We're done with... Done with Hell Knight. Okay, so then she... It seems like part of the thing you said is like, she's impressed that Coughlin chose him. I think it's, it's kind of like he is the high priest... Yeah. And when the high priest says, I found my next subject... You pay attention. You, you pay attention. Yeah. I mean, she is not really impressed with what he showed. She is impressed with what Coughlin sees in him. Sure. Sure. But everyone sees in him. Yeah. I mean, he's, 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 he's reigning. Let's, let's just say it. When he pours... He reigns. He's reigning. Uh, okay. So uh, anything else in those first two scenes? Nope. Um, so, no, I think the, the, for me the next part here... Is, is probably the tutorial section. Is the level of dampness in the socks plausible? Yeah, I would say so. Okay. Um, I mean, the, look how much water is on the ground there. Um, and, I mean, given they're doing, at least Coughlin is doing flare bartending, like, there's quite a bit of potential for water to be, or for not water, but for, for liquid of various sorts to be just dispersed everywhere. But you don't. When you do flare bar training, you don't. You don't waste the merchandise. That's true. And I think it's just generally. A, you think it's is it is it just is it sweat? I think it's Brian Flanagan's sweat. <laughs> Very sweaty. Yeah. Okay. So the tips. Right. The tips. The tips. The tips. The tips are. So there, there's a, there's a scene where it's brought back, and they're behind it. And before he goes back, he, he says, uh, well, what, what, are, what are the choice lines outside of the actual pores uh, in the scene that you... Uh... Yeah, I mean, just... The level of anger by Martini Guy, it's fun to watch this scene. He is pretty laid back, yeah. and then he's really happy to watch all this, this fun play. But then he asks when he ordered, and he's furious. He's like, oh, yes. Mark, 
What a psycho. Martini. What a psycho. A 400-pound psycho? I probably. We don't we don't see the bottom half of him. He might be a 100-pound ballerina. <laughs> One of the two. Uh, it's like the intro to um, Master of Disguise, where the three segments flip out. And you get, and there's like a ballerina with like an elephant on top. Never forget. Never forget Master of Disguise. Yeah. Great movie. Gene Hackman. Uh, <laughs> what is... Who is in Masters? Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey. I know no one else in the plot. Okay, Gene Hackman. Well, let's, we have not heard a lot of audio so far. Let's let's listen to this lecture and make sure people hear this lecture. We we listened to the lecture. Did we actually listen to the lecture? Yeah, we listened to it end to end because then we did the quiz afterwards. I thought we like repeated. No, we did. We listened to it and then we quizzed people. Well, I need a refresher. Demand for money by focusing on the money multiplier. We've got to add increases in currency, deposits, reserves, and bank credit along the whole system. Then what we have is the sum of an infinite series. Adding together the increases in currency and deposits, we find that they add up to 1 plus CU over CU plus RE. That, simply stated, is the money multiplier. Now, moving on. Like dangerous minds. Essential technique of five. <laughs> Less is more. The less you pour, the more you score. The boss does better. We do better. And the customer... Think of the customer as a hurdler thinks of a hurdle, a means to an end. We dazzle him with ice work, we baffle him with bottle work. In many ways, the fool a customer, the short pour, the long pour, the ice mountain, the spring thaw, the speed rack, shuffle the hot shot. You will learn them all. Yes, Obi-Wan. Okay, okay. so, so the, we, this we is the bar tutorial it. section. So we, first of all, we have this nice juxta- juxtaposition yeah. where you have very fast-paced, irrelevant lesson followed by very slow-paced, relevant lesson. Would would the movie be better if it was... <laughs> would you like if you saw the movie Cocktail and it was like this night for the entire movie? Yes. I'll say I would come away These very These scenes happy. are the best scenes of the movie, are the scenes where he's tending bar. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if it was like, if this is like something like Milos Forman's The Fireman's Ball, mm-hmm. where it's just kind of like a very passive camera mm-hmm. moving around, and you just see, and you just see a lot of things happening mm-hmm. at a bar mm-hmm. for an entire two hours, holy God, I would That'd love to watch that. That'd be a great movie. An amazing movie. Great movie. Yeah, well, let's, uh, let's make that movie. Let's make that movie. Yep. Uh, okay. okay. So, so, customer tricks. Do we want to run them down? Should we talk? Okay. Oh, so first of all, let's, there's let's the basic talk. theory attending bar, which is not that different from the money multiplier. Less is more. Less is more, just like the money multiplier. The less you pour, the more you score. The less you have in currency to deposits, the more you have in reserves and bank credit. One plus CU. CU is the amount you pour. The amount you pour over CU, CU plus, plus RE, RE. The amount you pour plus the amount you score. Yes. Yeah. The more you, the less you pour, the more you score. Actually, add, that's accurate. Add up the infinite series, and you have the money. And you multiple. have the money multiply. Uh, the yep. Great. Yeah, he knows what he's talking about. Yes, exactly. So, okay, here's a question. Oh, he didn't pour the full MGD into the red eye. I, we well, got that wrong. There's a lot of continuity errors. I was going uh, to put only part of it, yeah. but the entire bottle fills up most of the thing. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, I think that's just a continuity error. Well, also, his MGD looks slightly larger than our MGDs. Uh, yeah. Okay, why does Douglas Coughlin really care about saving money for the for the TJ Fridays Corporation. Well, because he says the boss does well, you do well, something like that, right? That's a big jump. Is that really true? I mean, yes. 
It I, does seem like so. I well, seems like a bartender probably makes most of their money off of tips. And I, how do you get more tips? You treat customers well. Yeah, I mean, I think you make right? your customers happy. And like skimping on small amounts of alcohol is a way to make your customers not is a way happy. to make your customers unhappy without much gain. <laughs> Like, like uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Mm-hmm. Santa doesn't, like, you know, try to nickel and dime all his things like, oh, you know, shop at Macy's. He gives them the truth. Depends on which Santa. The good Santa. Chris Kringle. Okay. Uh, <coughs> I'm not even saying in... in like, you, and then what about bad Santa? <laughs> not not that guy. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, but people people like honesty, and they, they come back because it's like a family. Well, but in the 80s, I don't think anyone was expecting honesty well, from a bar. Let's, let's talk a lot more about that. Okay. But in the meantime, let's just kind of move on and talk back to this with ideas, because I think this yeah. is like the crucial part of these five minutes. Okay. And let's just go into the fact that he says, okay, the the, the less you pour, the, less the, you pour, the more you score. score. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's not like it's going in his pockets. It's not like it's going directly in Brian's pocket. It goes in the cash register. Yes. And that's mostly going to Big Daddy Fridays, mm-hmm. you know, up in up in the yep. up in the attic. Yep. Uh, the short pour, the long pour. The, the ice no, mountain. that's not. No, 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 no. They're dazzle with ice work, baffle with <laughs> bottle work. <laughs> so that's what for bartending. He's about baffling. <laughs> dazzle with ice work and baffle with bottle work. <laughs> then the short pour, the long pour, the ice mountain, the spring thaw, the speed rack, the sh- speed rack shuffle. shuffle. And the, the hot, hot shot. shot. Uh, one thing he doesn't say, and you look at all this up, there's like one website that explains all of these. Mm-hmm. It also has the loaded straw, which sounds like a really good one that he doesn't mm. mention. Uh, but, uh, okay, uh, first thing off, uh, dazzle with ice work. I think his, 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 his bottle work is far more dazzling than his ice work. The ice work seems <laughs> pedestrian. Uh, compare this to the Japanese ice work. Amazing Japanese ice I work. I mean, in Japan... Bartenders you, are mostly ice masters. You get a beautifully carved piece of ice. He does nothing of that here. Mm-hmm. I mean, the ice work we see is uh, ice being thrown lazily across the bar into a glass. Is there any that other? That does happen, but that is dazzling. <laughs> it is kind of dazzling. The, I mean, I would say is is the is the bottle work baffling, or is it, or is it? Uh, I mean. No, the the bottle work is baffling in terms of, of... Of these tricks. Yes. The customer does not realize how much or how little alcohol is actually being poured into their drinks. So there are two different components here. One yes. is you take a bottle, you spin it around, and then you trick them. Yeah. It sounds like the dazzle, is this the ice work? Is that what you say? Like, because that's where the money I comes from? I think like they diamonds? needed a different word, and ice was a relevant term. Well, let's rewrite the line. Okay. So, so, uh, so baffle with bottle work. D- you, da- you, you dazzle with bottle work. You dazzle you with aeronautics. baffle with aeronautics. No, you dazzle with aeronautics. Aeronaut. You baffle with, with bottle dazzle work. Dazzle with aeronautics, baffle with bottleotics. <laughs> yeah, b- bottle tricks. I mean, I'd say... Da- dazzle with aeronautics. Yes. Ba- ba- baffle with, with, with bottle. Baffle with, with bottle, bottle tricks. tricks. Dazzle, dazzle with aeronautics. Baffle with, with bottle tricks. Trucks. Tricks. Trucks. Bottle trucks. Dazzle with aeronautics. Baffle with bottle trucks. Yeah, in, in the original Australian, it will sound much better. Uh, I'm going to write to Haywood Gould, uh, tell him about this improvement. I'm sure they'll, they can put that in for the director's cut. 
Yeah, yeah. Good. Uh, okay, so let's go down the list. Short, Short pour. pour. Short pour is really kind of a large category, but it seems like uh, when Coughlin talks about it, it's largely kind of like... The you know, pour that isn't a constant pour. It's about it's about it going on the fritz once in a while. Yeah, the pour that's got a little bit of whoop to yeah, it. Exactly. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, it's like, oh, wait, is this supposed to be a steady stream? I don't know. I'm kind of stupid. Oh, yeah, that seems right. So you just it, that's well, a, no, I know I think it's more because again you're full in front of the eyes. He's, he's dozzling like, with bottle yeah, exa- work. Yeah, bottle, so I think it's it's like oh, is this some like fancy way to pour? Yeah, right. Well, and, and it's the, like, the long pour is much more sophisticated. Sure. The long pour is you pour up high, mm-hmm. and then while it's up high in the air, and you get a long stream, which is dazzling. Mm-hmm. You, you pour, start you pour into a pie. Into a pie. You start mm-hmm. bringing it down, and then. Yeah. Possibly back up, yeah. And this makes people just like, "Wow, look, they're really trying to get everything out of this bottle." When really, it's just, it's going to get out by gravity. Yeah. Yeah. The, where the bottle is is not the issue. Here. Yeah. So it's just basically, it's it's a deception of making people think you're pouring far more. And of course, if you do start pouring high, and then you quickly move lower, yeah, it gets stuck in the bottle. It is you're uh, you're, force. you're you're pouring less. Yeah. Somehow. Somehow. Okay. So that's short pour. That's the long pour. The ice mountain. Just put a is, lot of ice. Just in. putting a lot of ice in the drink. Okay. People are like, oh, it's it's a very full. It's like, well, it's full of ice. Full of ice. Full yeah. Of well, ice. But I mean, in the tiki world, have, being full of ice is a is a benefit because you like the dilution over time and how that affects the characteristics of the drink. But it's impo- in the tiki world, you need to trust that they're not trying to nickel and dime you. Right. Yes. If, if I was, I would never go to. I a mean, the mai tai, for example, actually the recipe requires fully filling the glass with crushed ice. And there's a big point too that tiki glasses are gigantic. Yes, he is using small glasses. Small glasses with piles of ice. The spring yep. thaw. The spring thaw. Very watery ice. And um, immediately dilutes the. I will say, I mean, in, in all with all these ice, these ice dazzlings. Sure. Um, if there is one problem with a drink, a customer is likely to notice. <laughs> it is that it's watery. It's that it's like super diluted and watery, right? Well, that's why you have to ba- uh, ba- ba- dazzle them, <laughs> ba- ba- basel them. them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why you have to basel them uh, because, like, I mean, like most people aren't going to recognize, like, oh, the alcohol is low quality, or like, oh, the they will. You know, well, not if it's obscured by a bunch of like water, creamy, sweet, whatever. You know. I mean, the thing is, if you're going to a place, say, I want to optimize as much alcohol as I'm going to get for a pour. Mm. You'd order it neat, sure, and just it. Well, you'd order shots, yeah. Yes, and that yeah. would that would make sure that you get your sure. what you expect. Yeah, but no, no, I'm saying more in terms of like, oh, you're having a drink. Is it enjoyable or not? Right. Sure. If it's super watery, it's probably not going to be enjoyable regardless of what the drink is, unless it's a tiki drink that's diluted in certain ways. Well, I mean, that's the risk you take. I, I mean, mean it, like, getting a creamy drink that is diluted with a lot of water, that's, like... You know what's a, you know what's a trick that never works? What? You just you just don't pour it all. You just fake it. Emperor's New Clothes style. Yep. And say, okay, here's your drink. And yep. Then, and then you just give them a big thing of ice. Uh, the Speed Rack Shuffle. This wait, one, wait, so what was the spring thaw? It's just watery just wind, ice. Okay. And then you, it looks like the li- liquor quality is high. Uh, but, but in really, fact, it's just ice that was diluted very quickly. Also, if, it, if you're drinking vodka, I mean, if it's it, it does have a taste in the first place. Yeah. So feel like, oh, this is smooth. Like, what's water? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's fair. If it's a vodka drink, you're right. Yeah, speed rack shuffle. Speed rack shuffle. This is when you have a bunch of bottles mount on the wall, and then you turn your back and use the racks... And they don't see what you're doing, so you can basically fake it and just do what you want and just not pour them what they think they're getting. Good. So, so it's just basically when they don't see you, you can do whatever you want. Yep. The hot shot. 
Uh, what's the hot shot? Hot shot is you start pouring with the liquor, and then while it's pouring, you start the gun. So they don't see where it ends, and then you can kind of cut it off early. Wow. So it's kind of like they never see what the level of the liquor is. Yeah, because the gun, you're already putting the, yeah. the mixer in. Loaded straw, not mentioned, is a pretty good one. Okay. If you put liquor directly into the straw when yep. you start, so when people first sip it, they're like, uh, wow, this is strong. Yep. But it's only the straw. Wow, that's devious. Yeah. So that's that's all the tricks. Wow. Yeah. So you start your own bar. Now you can. Yeah. Uh, okay. Second. That's a recipe for success. Let's be clear. Second day. So okay. Well, we oh, and then that. I like at the end of that. The end of that whole. I speech. like at the end of that. I like it at the end. Of that. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I don't like actually. Um, he says yes, Obi Wan, while holding Canadian Club, and I feel like it's just a very trite line. Especially he sells it. He sells it. Kind and of, he, and um, he's doing for no good reason, rolling his eyes. Yeah. Like he never. But uh, he, consider, he, nev- he never succeeds with earnestness. He will never no, once succeed not. by. No, su- I know. By he's saying, being I'm going to try. But it's also, I mean, consider that this was like not that long after Star Wars. Versus 11, today, eleven years. Versus today, this is like referring to the 2006 movie. Versus today, like The Departed. Yes, yeah. This would be like making a reference to The Departed. Yeah, which people do all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's 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 the tricks of the trade, and then finally he goes back to it, and you see he is he is still learning his way. He is not uh, totally technically proficient. No, but but he starts off with got, something incredible. Yeah, and what is that? It is charisma. So so what is the trick he pulls off with the waitress at the beginning? Are you, are you, do you really follow what's going on um, here? This is where he's still panicking, right? Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, is, this yeah, is the first thing. This is bad night. Okay. Yeah. These scenes are good. This is great. This is the whole movie. Look at Martini guy. He's very happy. She blows a kiss out. Very, very La bam boom. Okay, so La bam boom. At the beginning of this scene, yeah. he has like the three waitresses from before, they're yeah. back, and now they love him. Yeah, they oh move. yeah. So, and he says, Okay, put your hands on my hand. You know, okay. He says both hands. Put both of your hands on my hand. Okay. And it's like one, two, three, and then he like everyone lifts it up, and then he, like he just bounces his hand around on top of the bar. Good trick. <laughs> yeah, and it's I mean it works. Like everyone is like this is hilarious, and they say what's the point of this? And he says there is no point. I missed that part. Well, watch it when it I, starts. I'm looking forward to watching it now. It's the kind of thing that just falls in the texture of the movie. Yeah. You don't even perceive it's, it's happening. It's a weird thing for until, him to do. Oh, well, let's try the trick right now. I'm going to try it with you and me. Here's my hand. Okay, put your hands on my hand. Yeah, I'm putting my hands on his hand. Okay, both of them. Both of them. Okay, let's count down. Three, Three two, two, one. <laughs> that was very funny. 
It was fun, isn't yeah. it? Isn't yeah. that fun? Very fun. So let's let's see how it works there. I okay. Mean, uh, I mean, the main thing is he is. Uh, they trust him to be a showman. Yeah. They trust him to do something showman. funny. Even if it's good, dun, dun, I said showman. Very good. Dun, 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 I said show. So okay, show, well, uh, show, let's, let's, show. We have twenty show minutes left. Man. Let's have twenty minutes left. We have to do uh, drink of the app, and we have to do uh, flare in the air. Anything else we have to do? Um, drink of the app, flare in the air. How are you doing um, your notes? I'm. I'm. I have one more note, which I kind of just vocalized. Flanagan may not know about drinks, but he's got charisma. <laughs> uh, so it's interesting that he is bragging about going to college. Is he? Yeah, so the waitress, the waitress that he calls a bitch, and she says, I am a bitch. Uh-huh. Uh, he says, what is this area? Okay, mama, let's make some money. It says, I guess that's what you learn in college, right? That's what she says to him. Very good. Uh, the I guess is what you learn in college. Oh, so you're saying it's implied that he's been telling them I went to college. Yeah, and he's like, oh, college. look at the college boy. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, look at this. Okay, ready? One, two, three, let's go! <laughs> Isn't that incredible? This is low-key actually the best scene in the movie. Yeah, it's pretty great. Because it is, like, so low content. Yeah. And it's just him. It's less tight than the first part, which is him actually doing things. And, like, actually things are well choreographed. Yeah. There is no, there's just, this is, like, just great rhythm. It's just, this is, this is authentically felt. This is authentically felt. Absolutely. He's just chilling behind the bar. They're just chilling in front of the bar. They're enjoying the music. Catching some ice, Enjoy- like you do. Enjoying the music of David Wilcox. Yep. Yep. Um, nice music. Those, those uh, women in the bar, do you hear what they're saying? Oh, shook up. Uh, they're saying, like, oh, it's cute. Say, what buns? What buns? And then C, and then they say C. Oh, amazing buns. It's also, he has his tie tucked into his shirt. Is that a weird thing? I mean, you show you have the tie, it's, mm-hmm. but you don't have a vest. It's like it's replacing for a vest. It's, it's the lame way to replace a vest. I see. Okay. It's not a good idea, but I'd say always wear a vest. All right. You know what? Um. Uh. What? Uh. What's the um? What do you call a loser starship captain? <laughs> Just tell me what you call a loser starship captain. Lameway. Not good. Not good. Okay. I, I th- heard you say I, lame I th- way. I thought it would be a not safer error of uh, nope. Jean-Luc Picard. I heard you say lame way. I had to do it. Okay. Um, we are going to do Drink of the Ep. Okay. So I, I still have more. Uh, oh, more notes. Okay. What notes? More notes. What notes? Uh, I think what notes no- from on high? So the notes I have this about this is... I believe that the entire reason that Coglin is very fixated on cheating customers is not because he really expects to benefit in the end. Okay. It, I mean, his, he just it, likes cheating His people. perceived reason is saying, the boss will notice who we're saving little mm. bits of the bar, and we will eventually get the money back from the boss because sure. he's, he'll do the right thing. You're saying you don't buy that? That's, that's garbage. Okay. That's not going to happen. What is it? It's the 80s. Yeah? I mean, 80s, it's all about people who really believe you have to swim with the sharks. Yeah. You have to be the toughest guy out there, and you have to be a guy who's always tricking others. Sure. There is nothing gained with honesty. There's nothing gained by being a, a really... A greed good, is good. Greed 
for lack of better words, is good. Uh, yeah, and I, and I think that if you look at the difference between the idealism of the great American highway of the 1970s and the 1980s we see here, it's that people have really lost any kind of, I guess, truth in that the system works. If you look at the idea like, what has been governing up until the 1970s, the mm. idea of like what makes the society function at large? Keynesian economics. Stagflation, put it out the window. Mm. By the early 80s, people don't save anymore. Mm. People, it's all about credit. You get credit, you spend it. It's all about just people. And, 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 Keynes, and no one even knows what the new king of Keynesian is. What is it? Voodoo economics? Supply side? Mm-hmm. Laffer curve? I, mean, I think that's what it's all about. It's all about little tricks you pull in order to just get a bit higher. Sure. Uh, and I'll say this. One thing that's notable is what do you see when you see you look at the bar in these shots? You see Coglin, You see uh, Flanagan? Mm-hmm. And they're going back and forth behind the bar. What do you see? Uh, you mean behind, like a, like the signs behind well, the like, bar? Like the way it's shot in these oh, scenes. Oh, I mean, you see them next to each other? What does it evoke? What does it evoke? A teacher and a student? Punch and Judy. It's what? like a, it's like a puppet show. They're behind the bar, kind of, and they're going around. Then you would you could also argue that is inevitable for something where there's a big bar in front and they're standing behind it. They are. I mean, it is a very theatrical thing. They sure. are behind the bar and they're showing themselves off, just like a person's on stage showing themselves off to all the people out there. Okay, and that's really what it is. I mean, they are they are they're performers, and they are being objectified. Look at what's happening. Sure. You know, to, yeah. Of course. Nice bonds. I mean, and, and I guess is 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 just speak to the voyeurism that that is rising in the. In, in you just don't like the eighties. No, I don't. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm just I'm just trying to piece apart what does this say about masculinity in the eighties. Sure. And yeah. what, do you have any ideas on how like I? I mean, it's about getting ahead. Yeah. And it's about being uh, charming. It's about being a short, charming man. <laughs> But it's about, I guess it's about, and what, what is the actual substance of what you're selling? Nothing. 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 Very Nothing. Okay. So I think that's, that's my, I think if there's a thing of what this really is about, I think yeah. it's about the packaging of nothing to a world in totally. which nothing. Totally. No, it's the which, ice in, mountain. Nothing. In which nothing means anything anymore. Yep. We're just going to sell people water with yes. flair. And, and, yep. and it's not really about the fact, oh, this is good because you're going to score by pouring less. It's about saying... We can give people nothing, and they will be happy. And they will love us for it. We will become, the less you actually give them, the more you can make of yourself. It's going DC funding. If you make a solid business that people will pay for, you're not going to get anything. (laughs) If you sell them nothing, people give you like $50 billion off the ground. Mm -hmm. That's that's VC. Okay. Yeah. All right. Are those all the notes? Okay. It's time for a little... Drink of the app. Good. You know, sometimes we get lucky with these stickers. Sometimes we get we really lucky. <laughs> okay, so uh, concept. I think the drink of the app. Uh, I think I know what it's called. This is the worst. <laughs> it's actually really good. <laughs> Why? Who would use this? It's if you're in a Greek plaza. <laughs> well, okay, so based on this, I think I know... Okay, I think we should use ouzo in the drink. Ouzo? Yeah. Why? Because it's syrupy and it's Greek. Okay. Are we not going to just make the red eye? 
No, no, okay. I think the Drink of the App. Yeah. I think I know what the title should be. Yeah. The Dingling. Is it interesting that Drink of the App spells dote? It's um, very interesting. We should make the Dingling. Okay, I agree with that. Let's make the Dingling. Okay. Okay. Uh, in which case, Uzo, Uzo? I mean, I think, okay, so what are we making here? Ding-a-ling. Well, it so should ding-a-ling, be the ultimate it's got a, 80s bad fri- TJ Friday's drink. It's got a pop. It's got a, it's got a pop. pop. Okay, so. Soda pop. I'm saying Uzo. Uzo. One ounce Uzo. Yeah. Uh, which are, you think it's over, you think Uzo is like too substantial? Yeah, I think no, we do half ounce. But, I mean, my sister, when she was like 21, drank a ton of Uzo. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, that's a, that's a thing people, that's a thing, like, people drink. Um, badly. Some, something creamy? Absolutely. I think several things creamy. Creme de cacao? Uh, dark or light? Light. Or perfect. Perfect creme de cacao. Which is half dark, half light. Nice. Perfect creme, creme de cacao. Uh, should we mention we did, we did experiments uh, with... Uh, <laughs> what was that? That was uh, bourbon and cream and then floating... You just put like like a million dessert items in a drink. Oh, where I made my layered dessert drink. It was it was undrinkable. It was <laughs> absolutely undrinkable. Uh, one ounce creme de cacao. No, no, one ounce creme de cacao. You are you're you're. That sounds that sounds what this should be. Though. No, 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 no. Creme de cacao is really intense. Did I mention that the drink at most a half ounce? Yeah. You mentioned what? Uh, there's an alternate recipe to fire tuck that uses one ounce of grenadine. One ounce of grenadine. Maybe I misread it, but I think I said it was one ounce of grenadine. Okay, so... I'm going to say half ounce of creme de cacao. But, yeah, I agree. Half an ounce of white creme de cacao, half an ounce of dark creme de cacao. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, okay, and then, let's see. Do we want something kind of like... Um, how about Kahlua? I was... I was took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah. I think, I think a coffee liqueur... It, yeah, you want that, like... You want it to... You, well, I'm like, okay, how do we cut this? And so we can't cut it with citrus because we just put a bunch of cream in it. Yeah. You can cut it with a little ice cream. Creme de cacao, though, is not actually that creamy. Do we want, I mean, Kahlua will make it, will, will supply cream. How about uh, so. two, two ounces cream? This kind of, like, is like what? Two ounces cream. Two ounces cream. One ounce is, there's no alcohol in this. One ounce vanilla ice cream. <laughs> no. Okay, I'll cut that. No. And, you know, we need the dingling part. We need oh, you the need... maraschino liqueur. What about uh? What Luxor. about like, what about a Twizzler? Yeah, I like that a Twizzler. Yeah, one yeah, Twizzler well, for garnish. Yeah, Twizzler soaked soaked in Twizzler soaked in vodka. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> one vodka soaked Twizzler. I mean, the, the the amount of consensus we're having here means we're really on something very right. Okay, do we put do we put more? Uh, I'd say okay. On top of this, a quarter ounce of vodka. I think the soaked Twizzler is going to make us good on vodka, no? But you need a short pour on it, too. Sure. Um, yeah, okay. All right. Okay. Uh, is this is this enough right now? Um, okay, so what is the color going to look like here? Uzo, stupid question. Is yeah. Uzo, is Uzo green? Uh, or is it it, white? Well, I mean, I That's think t- a typical Uzo bottle is green, but I think Uzo itself is not green. Yeah, actually, I mean, I think yeah, it's just white. It's just white. Yeah. So this is this is going to be a black and white drink. It's going to be a little bit of dark creme de cacao and Kahlua. Yes. And uh, the rest are the rest are like basically clear. Sh- I mean, I kind of imagine something that makes it a little bit red. 
but not grenadine. I was going to say, because you need that dingling thing. Yeah. Oh, well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, so maraschino cherry? Uh, what about maraschino cherry juice? Well, maraschino liqueur. Okay. And, okay. There's looks or maraschino liqueur. Okay, I agree maraschino cherry. Good idea. I think of maraschino cherry because that's the dingling. You put the maraschino cherry with the Twizzler in the center of the drink. Well, I think you start And you with will the, have red radiate from it. I you, think it's perfect. You start by laying the Twizzler. Yeah. And then you put extra vodka on it. Yeah. And then you put all the extra creams What everything. if you put the Twizzler through the maraschino cherry? It sounds hard. Yeah, it does sound hard. Okay, I think just you put I the Twizzler and the maraschino cherry in. Maraschino cherry is the last thing you put in. Yes, exactly. First yeah, and Twizzler, it does last a little, thing, and then you'll get cherry. radiated red from the maraschino cherry as you put it in, and that's the dingling. Okay, I I know exactly what the last thing we need. Oh, no. It's already a pretty, pretty complete drink. No, I'm right about this, Pretty complete. Pretty complete. Hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands? Hundreds and thousands. Hundreds and thousands. AKA sprinkles. Yeah. Sprinkles yeah, sprinkles. Thousands. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. Sprinkles. Okay. okay. That's uh, the dingling. Okay, let's so, just read it over one more time. And let's good see. practical drink. Uh, one quarter ounce vodka, one ounce Kahlua, one ounce Ouzo, one ounce perfect creme de cacao, two ounces cream, one Twizzler soaked in vodka, one maraschino cherry, and sprinkles. <laughs> That's a good drink. Good I, drink. I can definitely I can definitely get my sister to drink this. Okay. I, I mean, I would drink that. It's. I'm, I, mean, I don't know we, if I'd drink it every day. We but are going to have to actually sample all we of these. Of course we're going to sample all of these. We need to take photographs of these two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And publish the recipes, which we're already doing on our website. Yeah. Earfulofcocktail.com. So has yep. all the recipes. Uh, okay. That was actually pretty successful. That, that was, was that pretty was successful. That was pretty successful. 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 Very good. Um, easy there. Easy there. All right. Shall we um, do a little um, flare in the air? Or do we need to, because we need. Or let's skip it. Let's not do, let's do flare in the air. Here we go. Three, two, two. one. This is flare in the air. <laughs> this is never ceases to be underwhelming. Let's 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 do an ASMR. Let's do an ASMR take on this. We're here. This is this is the place to play in the air. Fair to play air. We need to take the take the fair to play. I can't do this. And back next Thursday, I've got five shifts. You're offering me a job? No. You want a different? All right, I'll find a different. Waitress, talk over it. No, I've got a. Here's a tip. I've don't got don't other do it. Don't do, just look for like waterfall or something. I'm really getting there. <laughs> I thought that was it. <laughs> Good. Okay, that's the sound of a bar. Okay, welcome for to a, Flare in the for Air. For an old frog man like me. Yeah. Uh, welcome to there, old Jano Slint. <laughs> welcome to Flare in the Air. Eight where we take million the view, eye view. Eight million views. <laughs> a eight people, million. A lot of people views. like a bamboo water fountain on this flare in the air uh, sound effect. Sounds like a business opportunity. Okay. So here um, we are, flare in the air. This is where we rate the movie on a scale of one to five stars. Yes. No half stars. Yep. Mean, mean, and mode two point five, and we rate the movie as a whole as a whole. Yes. Movie up to this point as a whole. Sure. And these five minutes. Sure. And we we're going to go through, and we're going to rate them, and we're going to be done, and then we're yeah. going to talk about the contact information because we never do that. Sure. <laughs> okay. So, first, the movie as a whole, as a whole. This one is going to be... In- 
I've forgotten what previous ratings I gave to this, so it's going to be interesting how we're actually not going to have a consistent rating for the movie as a whole as a whole, because I can't remember what rating I gave it. Well, it's so, how, it, how it feels right now. It's what, how it feels right now, but sure. Okay, rating movie yeah. as a whole as a whole. Three, Three two, two, one, two, two stars. stars. Okay, well, well, at least we're agreed. <laughs> yes. Okay, um, the movie, movie as a up, whole up until this point. Up until this point. Ready? Three, two, one, five stars. stars. Yeah, it's uh, really good. Yeah. Five, I mean, if, you, if it was just a movie and it ended here, I feel like that's a five-star movie. Are you not agreed with that? I mean, I'd say there were some weak points. Yeah. Like, uh... Just take... Imagine... It's just... J- clip the movie off at the end of this segment and just imagine what a movie that would be. I mean, if... Do you think you'd be disappointed if it's like... I paid, I paid, <laughs> I paid my twelve dollars, yeah. yeah, and and I the movie ended after ten minutes, fifteen minutes, after fifteen minutes. <laughs> I think it'd be incredible. Do you think you should start a movie studio and try this out? You get all the biggest actors, yeah, and then you and you make ten minute films. You, make ten you call it ten minute films dot com. Yes, that's and then, but in movie theaters, I ten minute films dot com dot movie. <laughs> yes, uh, dot squirrel dot uk dot squirrel. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay, so, so just these just these five minutes. minutes. Three, Three, two, two one, one, five, five stars. stars. Yeah. yeah, it's such a good segment. This, I mean, this is, is the movie right here. If this was the movie, I mean, I'll say this: when you go into the movie, you're like, by sixty minutes in, yeah, this guy's gonna be bartending. Yeah, he's, no, he's, he's immediately bartending. bartending. Ten in. Yeah. he's bartending ten minutes yep. in. A lot of drinks mentioned. I like that part. And it's not like he comes in like already bartender. Yeah, he goes from zero to bartending in the first very 10 quickly. And I it's like, so I like great. the number of drinks mentioned. I like the number of of bartending tricks mentioned. I like lists of things relating to uh, cocktails. Right, the more yeah. lists they can incorporate into this movie, the better. The rhythm is incredible. This isn't like it, it, it overlaps so wonderfully. There's yeah. just every scene is overflowing with good stuff. Yep. It, it's it, the it, money it, multiplier, the money nice multiplier. side bet. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's all. This is just this it's, is it's the heart of the film, right? It's here. The heart of the film, the heart of the biz. Uh, okay, so that okay, was uh, that Claire has been flare in the air. Okay, we now are gonna close. Yeah. With our. Are you going to close with cocktails, darling? I don't remember. No, I, w- I don't have that here. It was, there are ways to, to listen to it, though. Gordo. Yes, but that is after sure. I do Gordo. That is after. Pay no mind. Um, that is after we do our famous outro. Sure. Is this it? Probably. Here we go. You've been listening to an episode of An Ear Full of Cocktail. You can contact us at the email address. We need to research this first. Staff, uh, at earful, of, staff at earfulofcocktail.com. You can visit us on the web at I, I need earfulofcocktail.com. You can find us on Twitter at I'm, I'm not prepared. Earful, at earful, earful of cocktail? Earful of. Is that at the earful one? of. Uh, earful of. Yeah, earful at earful of. of. At earful of. It's new. It's, at earful it's of. Earful it's of. new. And you can no, LOS uh, at ear, earful of, of, of convoy. convoy. Of convoy. And you can be told us at uh, convoy. 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 Thank you. That's very useful. Any other updates I, since then? Should we actually just. Can you clip out the part of the podcast that was just that right now? And oh, next, yeah. I, next episode, I'm we will talk way, over that. Way, way okay, great. All right, very good. All right, so um, uh, that has this has been, earful? been uh, an earful of, of cocktail. cocktail. Case oh, issue, Stanford? Do the hippie hippie shake. <laughs> cocktail starving. Maybe 
you some fruit cocktail then. <laughs> <laughs>